The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Taking a look at... There we go. Beds, beds. I said no bed, and I'm, what I meant, Sam, when I said no bed was the exact opposite of that. And how dare you not realise that I meant the exact opposite of what I said? That's one. That's one strike. One strike. Two strikes. Two more strikes, and you're out. So beds. I want beds, but I don't want the opposite of what I've just said there. God, you're winding me up tonight. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you uh, want to give us a call. Busy show tonight. Um, later on, we'll be asking, can animals be brave? I've made myself laugh by saying that. We will. There's a story in the paper about a brave um, a brave police dog. Uh-huh. Brave or dumb? But before that, I was um, on Twitter today quite a bit. I've upset Jim Davidson. He's blocked me, and a load of people have um, um, been tweeting me um, saying my wife dodged a bullet <laughs> by leaving me. It's not exactly what happened, but at least at least um, at least she dodged. Um, so, um, but I was on Twitter a lot today, and um, I saw really interesting. Um, saw a really interesting survey, and I, I, let me read it to you now. Um, it says, "Do you?" Rinse your mouth after brushing your teeth or leave it so the toothpaste can work. It's magic. I'm just retweeting the survey now. And I thought it was a really interesting bit of um, research into something. Um, And I thought I'd get the the young man on um, who's conducting the survey. His name's um, Scott Balcony. He's the mayor of Uxbridge and he joins you on the line now. Good evening, Scott. Hello, mate. Sorry? Hello, mate. You, you, is your daddy there, little boy? <laughs> Everyone's asleep, I'm lit, so I've got to whisper. So you've got to do an impression of a 12-year-old, have you? <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah, how you doing, man? Tell us about this survey, Scott. What, what's the thinking well, behind it? Well, all my life, I've brushed my teeth in the morning uh, and before I go to bed. Yeah. And I always what, rinse my mouth out. Mm-hmm. And... Yesterday, someone said that you should leave the toothpaste on. Oh. And I thought... To work its magic, is the phrase. To work, its, to work its magic. Yes. And I thought that's never occurred to me in my entire life. Mm. But it seems so obvious, doesn't it? Can you just... otherwise, how, how's it going to work its magic? Can you describe the entire... Because yeah. the entire application of toothpaste procedure? OK. So, you get your toothbrush out. Yep. You put it under the tap. There we go. Right. Well done. Well done. Yes. I don't think everyone does that. You you get the toothbrush wet. Yes. So you have to get the toothbrush wet. Then you put a little nudge of toothpaste on. Supposed to be the size of a pea, but I do the whole whole length. Oh, no, no, no. Just a nudge. I like a whole length in my mouth. And then you put the tap on, but not too hard. Yep. Yep. So it's just a little drizzle, and then you just flick the tip of the toothbrush underneath the drizzle okay. just to wet the top of the toothpaste. Now, I got told off by a dentist for doing that once. Oh, really? Yeah, they said you're not supposed it to do it. It the edge off it. That, it does take the edge off it. It's like putting a, um, it's like, um, putting a, a Coke in with a Jack Daniels. That's right. It just takes the edge off it. You know it's it there, it. but it makes it a bit, a bit more fun. Um, yeah. And I did this in front of a dentist, and he said, he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just softening up the the, yeah. the toothpaste. He said, "Well, with what?" I said, "Water." He said, "Right, 
what's in your mouth? I said, saliva. He said, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I changed dentists. Yeah. Okay, so you do that. Uh, you yeah, brush. and then you, so you brush your teeth. Yeah. Um, and then you spit it out. And then you turn the tap on, so it's a fast gush this time, not the trickle. Yeah. And you stick your mouth under, fill it up, spit it all out. Okay. That's what you do. Um, I've got the, 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 the stats um, from your survey. Have you got a dentist on the line, ready? Um... Yes, we have. That's what I would. No, we have actually. That's what I'd have done. No, well, all right, I've mate. I've got Nick Ferrari for two. All right, mate. Don't please don't mention the Lord's name in vain. Um, we do have a dentist. We've got Wasim on the line. Good, good. Do I call you Doctor Wasim, or you're not really a doctor, are you? Nah, what's going on, Lee? Okay. Um. So, um, what what what's your take on this, um, Wasim? Um, I didn't really have a take on this. I had a take on something else. Okay, well, you you, you can have a take on more than one thing, I think. Um, to be fair, mate, I can't be asked brushing my teeth some nights. To be honest with you, now that's so I do brush it in the morning. That's some, interesting. Some nights I can't be asked. For most of my life, Scott, and I'm going to say this now. In fact, for most of my life, I've, I don't brush my teeth before I go to bed, unless I think I'm going to get lucky in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't brush my teeth before I go to bed, and I've only got one filling, and I had that filling about a year ago. So right. my I took my are... I, I took my boy to the to the dentist the other day, yeah, and uh, and he and my son said I wash it in the morning. He said, "Do you wash your teeth?" The dentist said, "Do you wash your teeth twice a day?" Wash them, you brush them, yeah. And uh, um, and my son said. Uh, I just brush him in the morning, and I was like trying to kick him, going, "No, oh, so so you brush him twice, so you brush him twice." And, uh, and the dentist said, "Well, if you're only going to brush your teeth, you should brush your teeth twice. But if you're only going to brush them once, brush them before you go to bed. The morning one doesn't really matter." It doesn't really matter. But, <laughs> but everyone knows that um, dentist said that in the morning your mouth tastes like a bum hole. Yeah, but he said when you eat, <laughs> you taste. Wasim, um, as a dentist, wh- wh- where do you stand on brushing? Some people brush after meals, <clears> and they brush after fruit, like apples no, and things. No, that's a bit excessive, mate, to be fair. I've got one of those, um, what, what do you call them again? You know, those one of those tongue scrapers. A, uh, tongue scraper? Yeah, I've got a tongue scraper, but I stopped using it because I was starting to bleed after using it. You made your so tongue was, bleed? Yeah. I only you, did you know, that once, but that was some night. Nah, trust me, it's, oof, it's pretty brutal, some, man. Some toothbrushes have a tongue scraper on the reverse side. Yeah. You're supposed you to change that? your toothbrush every three months. Huh. Yeah, you, I do every two months, mate. Well, all right. Um, bum liquor? Is that why you do it? Um, and... Yeah, it's supposed to be secret, mate. Come okay. on, man. Okay, apparently it's all the rage at the moment. Anyway... Um, OK, well, let's look at the stats, Scott. The, the survey's been up for 22 minutes. There's, there's, there's just over 23 hours left. 485 yep. votes. Wow. Uh, do you rinse your mouth after brushing your teeth or leave it so the toothpaste can work its magic? This is important. You're right. 54 at the moment. 54% say rinse. Oh. 46% say magic. I've just retweeted it. <sighs> it's tight. It is tight. It is tight. It's really tight. All right, Wasim, calm down, mate. Um, it is tight. At Balcony Shirts, if you want to... What are you going to do with the stats, Scott, once um, once you get the final results? I'm probably going to make a short 
uh, film and a song about it. Okay, fantastic. Well, I wish you the very, very best of luck, Scott. Thank you so much for your time. It's been lovely, lovely to talk to you. Thanks, Ian. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. What do you do when you brush your teeth? Do you um, do you do you swish it out with a bit of water? Or do you leave the toothpaste to do its magic? Well, Seam, what have you got for us tonight? Yeah, mate, listen, man, I'm sure you can remember me from a couple of weeks back, you know. Yeah, you were the boring, annoying man who kept sending me aggressive emails shortly after being on air. (laughs) Of course I remember you. You told me you were never going to... You told me you you were never going to phone me again, and then you kept sending me aggressive emails. I remember you. Yeah, I remember. Mm, you. It's, it's just too funny, mate. I have to call you. It makes me laugh. Okay, and and yeah. and, and you're gonna keep on sending me abusive emails? Is that is that no, part of the no, deal? No, I'm, I'm gonna give the emails a rest, mate. But good, I didn't mean good, because they were they were just nasty. No, they weren't, mate. They were actually truthful, mate. To be fair, that, what I said that, to you. Yeah, well, you were very nice to me. Yeah. And the funny thing is, mate. Yeah, they, the funny thing is this. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. They were they were nasty. Yeah. No, listen. I, I, I stand. I stand with you. On stuff against racism and stuff, I think you're on the right track, say. No, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm pro, I am pro racism now. Um, no, no, I said you're against against racism. No, I'm pro racism now. The the last email um, you sent was Ian. Get over yourself, please. I don't need to insult you. Yeah, I'm very. You weren't very person. nice to me, mate. Were you? Um, I. No. Okay. Here we go. Um, you. Let's do it. Let's do it because I've got him here. Hi, Ian. <laughs> Uh, I, doubt, short, man. I would doubt you would even care, but I just wanted to say the assumptions you made about me the other yeah. day yeah. when I called in were totally false and very judgmental. Yeah. True. I was also surprised at Kath calling me possessive. Very mean of her. But you still got the emails. I can't believe that. Well, well yeah, I've got... I, I, I don't delete my emails <laughs> until... Then you archive. No, I, I don't delete them until my... When, when my inbox is full of my Gmail account, then I, del- I just delete them. And- mate, at least, at least I emailed you. You know who I am. At least I'm not making up fake Twitter accounts. And especially and at the end of the day... Okay. Um, uh, uh, Unlike some well, people, I'm not making up fake accounts to troll I you. Was, uh, uh, the reason I act weird on occasions is because I want to be a bit of an idiot on purpose. Yeah, given I do. how that kind of thing seems to be encouraged on yeah, the show. Um, I've heard you take on people like Ken and Paul on your show in the past from podcasts. Yeah. And it's not really how funny, you by the put way. them in their rightful places... Um, I said, did you miss me the other day? Because I was going to follow it up with a joke, not try. Yeah. It, 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 and here's the thing. Here was the problem, right? You, but you were you, mean to me, mate. No, 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 it wasn't. Here's the thing, right? You, you highlight me talking and putting other people in their place. But yet when... when so you, you, you're saying that you get the show, but yet then when, when I cut you off short, you know, after a moment or, well, or do something... Stop it, you cut me off, mate. Well, well, OK, whatever. But, but you say, you're one of those people. You're one of the most annoying listeners I have. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you, on, you can have, Okay, but you, you have to let me have my say. No, I don't, I don't have to let you do anything. I might do. It depends. <laughs> I don't have to. This is it. It's really funny, by the way. No, I, I, don't, I don't have to let you do anything. This is really funny, by the way. Okay, great. Right, you're, you're, you're one of the most annoying listeners, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, tell, you. You, I'll tell you what it's group really you. you fall in. I'll tell you what group you fall in. You're one of the people that thinks you get the show. Mm. Except for when you don't get the show. And you, you complained. So you wrote this long email. I replied. Yeah, I did. I replied. Very short email. I replied, you're actually insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You then did, you yeah. replied. Get out of yourself, Ian. I'm not, I'm not actually lol, and I'm, I'm not, not going to trade insults via email. Take care. And I replied, no, you're going to insult me and then run away. Seriously, yeah. man, the worst case of passive aggression I've ever encountered. Never phone my show again. Yeah, and I know you replied, 
Ian, get over yourself, please. I don't need to insult you. I'm a very, genu- I'm a very genuine person, and yeah, say I what I think. Okay, and then, again, there yeah. you go. You're one of those people that says it yeah, like it is. Your assumption, mate. Just because you no. know you're so self-righteous, no. mate. No, no. Well, here we go. There it is. It didn't take long to get it out. It's like that bloke pulling that tapeworm out of his ass. You're worse than that tapeworm in that bloke's ass, right? You're you're one of those people. You you like to say it like it is, don't you? And by the way, you're wrong about Julia Harley Brewer. You like to say it like it is, don't you? Yeah, I do. Okay. And yet, when... And and what that means, because I've met so many people who like to say it like it is. Assumptions, assumptions. No, there's no assumption there. I've just asked you a question. Uh, I've just asked you, are you like this? And you've just replied, yes, I am. It's no assumption. You've agreed. It's your opinion, mate. You know no, 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 it's not. It's, li- it's literally not. I've just asked you, are you one of those people that likes to tell it like it is? And you've replied, oh, yeah, yes. Sorry, I am, I am, I am. My mistake. Right. And I you're am. also not very bright. So. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not intellectual. I didn't do well in education. Yeah, that's true. I can, I can tell. It's never too yeah, late. Like you, it's never too late, Wesley. No, I didn't do brilliant in education. I didn't do. I didn't do brilliantly at school. But but I but I I I, I, I discovered my weaknesses and I worked on them. Oh, Here's the thing I've learned. Well done, mate. Here's the thing I've learned about people that like to tell it like it is. They they can't, take they can't stand. I can take it, mate. And they, you know what it is? They can't let people finish their. They can't let people finish their sentences. But I'm passive aggressive, but I'm calling you, mate. I'm talking to you. They can't let people finish their sentences. Here's the thing about people that that, that like to 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 say it as it is. They can't listen to other people saying it like like it is. They take it as yeah, a great insult. Listen, um, um, there we go. Mental health. And here's the passive aggression. Mental health has been a problem. Are you still yeah. there, Wasim? Yep, good. Mental yeah, health... Mate, okay, that's great. Mental health has been a problem for me in my life, as has bullying. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, genuinely. Thank so, you, it's so when, nice well, And now you're, now you're being patronising. I'm being genuine. I'm not being patronising. I'm, 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 I'm being thankful. That's just, again, you're assuming things, mate. Okay, okay. I'm, 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 ass- I'm assuming that you're a dick. I'm not assuming it. I've I am got, a dick, though. I've got the evidence. Right. So when I initially called your show, to talk about this... I have no intention whatsoever of calling your show. It's not the be-all and end-all of radio shows. Well, we proved you wrong there. But you see, you taunted me to call in again. We're seeing will call in again. He will call in under a private number. I didn't... That wasn't... But but I I wasn't taunting you. I I just predicted... It was a prediction. You need me to... No, I don't. need me to pick it up. Wasim, Wasim, trust me. I don't need you, mate. We've done wonderfully well since January the 23rd without you. Damn, man, you seem to like to accuse people of things that you are guilty of yourself. Bye. Bye. So I replied, I think it's you that needs to get over yourself, buddy. Then I block you because you're an idiot. And then you started emailing me on the talk radio email. You're obsessed, man. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, I did. I did. You know what, Ian, man, listen, I want to say something to you, man. I, I don't think... Are you listening? Yes, yeah, because I'll, 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 let, me take, let me let me educate you something, Wasim. I don't want to take up too no, much Wasim, let me educate you. I, and, and this is a great lesson, a great tip for anybody, but especially uh, you. When when no. I when I listen, I don't talk. Okay, oh, when I'm time, when I'm everything. when I'm listening, unlike you, when yeah, I you listen, when I when I no, I don't. I cut people off that I don't agree with. This is probably the only show in the country where I, I actively em- embrace people who disagree with me. I don't have a fader, Wasim. There's no. I, I literally don't have a fader. Paul Ross. Paul Ross poured, poured coffee over it. There's no fader here. There's no fader. Um. 
uh, what I do, and it's a great lesson, Wasim, and if you can take anything away from this, please take this, right? When I listen, I'm quiet and I listen. Over to you. Not always, but yeah. No, always. When I'm listening, I'm quiet. As long as someone agrees with you. No, no, again, there's this thing. I don't know if you listened to the show the other week when I had a man arguing for 30 minutes about who influenced the, the pop group The Art of Noise. He disagreed, but I like it when people disagree with me because I like conflict yes. on the radio. I think it sounds good. I like intelligent people disagreeing with me. So, so your, your, your premise... Let me tell is, you the reason you're, why you're, I He's not listening. You. doesn't listen. Your premise is completely false. You've just said something that's, that's a lie. Well, no, it's, no, it's not what I think. It's fact, factually, your premise... Is is based on it, 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 what your statement is based on a false premise. Now, what did you call in about? <laughs> I wanted to clear the air, mate. Listen, I've seen you on. The, um, I still saw you on Good Morning Britain. I saw a clip of you. I've read. I've gone on your Twitter today because I saw it online when I was checking my emails early on. Um, I think a lot of people have found out what your game is now, mate. To be fair. And I think people have been quite mean to you, to be fair, to some extent as well. Getting very personal with you and stuff, I don't think that's right. And I want to just say that whatever's happened, whatever emails are saying you anything, I want to just say, if I've come across as being mean, I apologise for certain things, not for everything. And I'm not a passive-aggressive man, and I'm not one of them people who are going to go online and send you horrible messages and hide and stuff. You know who I am. This is my number. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of people out there are going to call you and message you online. They're going to hide themselves. I don't do that kind of thing. So that's what I was going to say. So I'm supposed to applaud the fact that instead of instead of hiding behind a, 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 an avatar that isn't a picture of you, yeah. be, being mean, you're just going to phone up and deliberately be mean. Can I ask you a question? You said people have worked out what my game is. I, I don't know what my game is yet. I've, I've not worked it out. Could you tell me? I just think, mate, sometimes you, you, you are quite mean to people, to be saying you, you do come across self-righteous. That's, that's and so that's my, that's my game, is it? Being mean and self-righteous? And just playing the victim, mate, all the time. Wow, wow, I see. That's what I think, anyway. I'm entitled wow. to my Tell opinion. me... No, yeah, and you're wrong. And you think I'm an arsehole, so that's fine. Well, you said it. Um, uh, you're also wrong. Tell me, tell me when I've played the victim. I'm not going to all of that, you know what I mean? I no, 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 because you said, you've said something. You've said something quite mean and quite unpleasant. So, let's, let's, let's focus on that. That's my, my game is playing the victim. Could you just give me an example of when I've played the victim? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, mate. No, I don't. I literally, I literally don't, Wasim. So, so if you could just give me one example of when I played the victim, that would be fantastic. Thank you. You know, that guy called you up the other day, Jonathan, and, you know, he said some pretty horrible things to you, to be fair. But I think he had a point with some of the things he said to you. What did he say? I don't remember. You'll have to remind me. About the drunk call or something, he called you up a couple of months ago, he was drunk and stuff. Oh, you, can you remind me? Honestly, I don't remember what we did on the show yesterday, so if you it's could like, remind you know, me... I'm going to all this, man. All well, no, 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 Wasim, Wasim, you, you, you've literally brought it up. I have no idea what you're talking about. So, a guy called Jonathan, I vaguely remember a drunk guy called Jonathan called up. How was that me playing the victim, Wasim? That's the question. You always try and make everyone else look bad and yourself look good. That's not playing the victim. Me, yeah, ma- making myself me. making myself look good isn't playing the victim, and also it's not you know it's easy to do because uh, generally I am better than, than a lot of the callers. Yeah, again, but playing, mate, that's not really, well, no, it's it's, it's, it's certainly true. Way. It's certainly true for you. 
playing the that's not playing the victim though. So you, so can you give me an example of when I play the victim, Wasim? Please, if you wouldn't mind. I don't want to get into all that. Well, you've brought it up. Well, Wasim, this is this is the coward in you. You've brought it up. It's not cowardly. Well, it's cowardly to mention something. It's cowardly to it's cowardly to mention something and then not want to discuss it. So I ask again. Could you give me an example of when I have played the victim? Maybe I have, I don't, and, and I'm not aware of it. I'd love it to be brought to my attention. So that would be great if you could, Wasim. Thank you. Well, you do it all the time, man. You know, well, if I do it all the time, it'd be really easy for you to find one example, won't it? In the jungle, you made a big hoo-ha of the strawberry gate and stuff. Can you, can you, can you, 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 the phone's gone muffled. I heard something about the jungle and strawberry. So, so tell me exactly which part in the jungle did I play the victim? Go on. I'm not going to all that, you know. No, Wasim, Wasim. You've brought it up. Which part of the jungle was I playing the victim? You know when when um, when um, what's his name Boris Johnson's dad, Stanley Johnson. Yeah. When he called you obstinate and stuff, he made a big hoo ha over it. Yeah, we had an argument. We had an argument yeah. about it, and then I then I apologised for the argument. I apologised for my part. Yeah, in that, the that argument. would be something you to apologise to about the argument. But I just think that's one one of the examples. How, I mean, is, you've got how, is, people... how is defending myself against a claim of being obstinate when I, actually he was he is and I told him this he is one of the most obstinate men I've ever met. Yeah, how is that? How you, is mate. that? How is defending myself against untruths um, or my perception of untruths? How is defending myself playing the victim? I don't. I, don't th- I think you've thrown out a phrase that you've read and you don't quite know what it means. I do know what it means, man, uh, but I'm on a game Well, well, well you, you've given me two examples of me not playing the victim at all. So, should we try it one more time, well, Wasim? Third time you, lucky. You can be wrong as well. You're allowed to be wrong. Third... Oh, well, no, I am wrong sometimes. I am, and I'll admit it. Yeah, but third, third chance. Third third chance. <laughs> when have I played the victim, Wasim? Because you, you, you... You do it all the two, time, mate. You, well, again, you, again you say I do it all the time. Shoot. Blanket statement. You say I do it all the time, right? But yet you've, you've, you've had two cracks at it, and you've not been able to give me an example. So third time, so I see, then I will let you go, because I'm going to be honest, you are one of the dullest callers I've ever had. Yeah, mate, I don't really care what you think, to be fair. No, that's fine, that's fine, but I'm going to let you go, and you've had a fair crack of the wit. You've been off about 15 minutes. Um, uh, just just one more, have, have one more go, Wasim. He's put, has he gone? Has he put the phone down? Wasim's put the phone down. Okay, fair enough. 0344 499 Do you rinse after you've brushed your teeth, or do you let the toothpaste do its magic? Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Evening, dear listener. Hello, Catherine. Tonight she's off seeing the flight of the Concords. Uh, you can give us a call. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can watch the show tonight as well if you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole. YouTube.com slash rabbit hole uh, and you can go and watch it and um, there's um, a nice chat and it's a little bit friendlier than the Periscope let us go to Bill, good evening Bill good evening Ian good, good uh, evening nice Bill to talk, nice to speak to you for the first time I've been listening to you for years and years and years hey. from your previous radio stations LCB and all the rest of it, LBC whatever right. it is nice one uh, Bill, thank you uh, very much what I'd like to say to you, Ian, is it took a lot for me to ring you uh, tonight cool. uh, in relation to mental health yeah. issues. I, I know you mentioned it briefly about ten minutes ago. Yeah. Um, I've recently been uh, discharged from a psychiatric assessment ward. Um, I believe 
that they discharged me too early uh, right. because of my tendencies from self-harming and suicidal. I, I, I just think, uh, you know, there's a posh word for it, suicidal thoughts, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you've mentioned it uh, quite quite a lot over your uh, time at Talk Radio and uh, probably your time on um, when you was on LBC and stuff. Yeah. And it's a massive, massive issue for me. So, so, um, so, when did you get? When did you? Were you? Was it a secure unit you were in, or, or what yeah, was it? No, no, it, it wasn't an absolute secure unit. And uh, how long were you in that for, Bill? Um, I was in uh, that unit for fourteen days. Unfortunately, yep. I feel that they uh, discharged me far too early because of my uh, my um, uh, irritability, um, depression. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to explain myself, Lee, uh, Ian. I'm no, trying to yeah. speak so quickly to you. Well, don't take your time. We've got plenty of time. Take your time. There's no rush. And um, how long ago did you get released back into the wild? Uh, for, um, I've been released since last Saturday, so it's five, five, five days. OK, all right. So you're five days into it, and how are you finding it? I'm finding it really difficult, Ian. I'm uh, self-medicating on alcohol and tablets. Right. Okay. Uh, prescribed tablets, by the way, not yeah. illegal drugs. Well, prescribed yeah. tablets. Yeah. I'm really struggling. I, I love to listen to you on the radio because you come as, uh, across as very compassionate, very sympathetic towards the mental health uh, people. You know, people that have mental health. And you, are, I, I'm getting are, really emotional talking to you right that's now. That's all right. Well, listen, calm down. I, 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 I don't, I don't understand how anyone could be anything other than sympathetic sympathetic and empathetic to people who, who fight the fight every single day. So, um, so how has today been, Bill? What's today been like? Uh, today has been, um, if you can go back to last night when I self-medicated on alcohol yep. and uh, prescribed medication, my sleeping tablets are, they, they are massively potent, as, if, right. as in zapicone and promethazine and tamazepam and all the rest of it, and yep. today I was even today uh, uh, I took the tablets last night, but today I'm still drugged up on them. Yeah. I'm still feeling really uh, lethargic, you know, no energy, lethargic, no energy. And how no. long have you been on those tablets for? Uh, approximately two months. OK. And, uh, you're, and you're following the prescription, the, the, the dosage that your doctor has, has told you to take? No, that's the opposite, uh, Ian. You're taking more. Uh, I, I am, I am self medicating so I'm well, taking about three to four times the normal dose. Well, that's why you that, feel that, dosed up, isn't that, it? Yeah, but yeah, but that, that's because I'm trying to get myself, uh, Ian, through, yeah. through, the, through every second of every hour yeah. of every day, and yeah. it's massive. Well, listen, I'm, I, I'm not a doctor. So I can't give you medical advice, right? And the only medical advice I can give you is to listen to your doctor and do what they say. Uh, uh, right, so I'm not giving you medical advice. What I do know is that, you you know, you're on some pretty strong drugs there. And taking more than you're prescribed isn't going to make... It doesn't make one... If, you, if your prescription is like three tablets... Yeah. Taking nine tablets doesn't make you yeah. get better three times as quick or it doesn't make you feel three times better. I had, um, on one of my um, dosages, one of my drugs, my doctor, my... I, Can just, I just interrupt for one second, on. uh, Ian? Is that OK? Yes. Uh, well, what, what the medication and the uh, taking more tablets than I should do is it, it dulls everything. Yeah. It, it, it numbs my brain. Yeah. It might also kill you as well, Bill. That, that's, an, uh, that's an unfortunate <clears throat> thing. It, that might happen. Might not! 
but it, it might do, and it might, if it does, you know, it might do awful damage to, to your organs. For now, for now. I understand that, Ian. Uh, I know you don't know my background, but I've taken 180 tablets over five days, plus on, on top of 20, 20 pints of Guinness. Well, hang on, when was that? Uh, uh, that that was about two and a half years ago. How I survived it and talking to you right now, I don't know. They give right. me a massive cocktail of drugs in hospital to counteract, counteract. What you take? In other words, reverse what I take. Yeah. Oh, mate, Bill, it's man, massive, this this ain't sustainable, brother. This isn't sustainable. Massive. massive. What we going? What 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 can we do? What can we do? Right what can we do to help? I don't. I don't know. Have you got I, I, um? Uh, have you got, uh, like, a social worker or, 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 or have you got, like, a psych team that you can talk to? Yeah, I've got a mental health coordinator, but oh. he, uh, generally, uh, Ian, is quite, quite uh, OK, but sometimes sometimes he'll say that he'll follow things through for me, which yeah. he promises me, and he doesn't do it. Well, these a lot so of these people I'm, I'm are overworked. I'm between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, I know you. Yeah. A lot of these, you know, a lot of these people are overworked and overstretched and got way too much to do. But that, but obviously, yeah. you, that's but still what, not fair yeah. on you. No, but what you've just said, I respect what you've just said. But at the end of the day, the patient loses out, as in me. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, and that's not fair, right? That's not fair. Um, when are you next seeing him? Um, unfortunately, it's three weeks away. Hey. So I've got three weeks. To, I've, I've got three weeks to survive every second of every hour of every day, and I don't, I don't know what to do. Don't know what to do. Um, have you got? Is it possible to make an appointment with your GP? Um, I, I did see my GP on Monday. Yeah. Um, he has agreed to see me on a weekly basis, so Brilliant. he's going going to coordinate everything that's happening uh, around me at the moment. Brilliant. So. You know, Ian, a week yep. is a massive amount of time to me. A week is massive. A week is like 10,000 years. No, no, I know, I know. Contact, oh, dude, yeah. I know it. But listen, that's something. You, you're seeing your GP <laughs> once a week. That's that's something. And it's a tiny thing, but that's something. How, do you think, when you see him next week, do you think you could be honest and tell him... How many pills you're taking? Could you do that? Uh, yeah, my, my actual doctor in, is aware of uh, okay. mental health medication. Yeah, brilliant. he's aware of that already. All right, brilliant. We're getting that, well. That's that's great. Well, that's that one ticked off the list. Perfect. Um, oh, it's not great. It's not great. No, it's not, it's not great. It's not great. But he knows, and that's great that you can be. on... What is great is that he knows, and you can be honest with your doctor, right? Because a lot of people yeah. can't. So that's a yeah. brilliant start, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever phoned the Samaritans? I have phoned uh, the Samaritans in the past. I have uh, emailed them in the past. Unfortunately, when you email them, email them, Ian, it takes maybe 24 to 48 hours yep. for a reply. Yep. Uh, if you phone them, obviously, you have to wait a little while, then you get through verbally, as I'm talking to you now verbally. Um, um, how can I put it? In uh, um, respect to the Samaritans, because, because they haven't, the person that you're talking to hasn't, Suffered with mental health issues. Yeah, I yeah. don't feel. I don't feel they understand uh, my situation. Whereas, uh, because I've heard you over so many years, I know you understand, and that's why I'm talking to you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you. Do you know who you sounded like just then when you went right now? You sounded like. Oh, what's that poet? The guy from the um, Sugar Puffs advert. You know the skinny fellow. Yeah, with the, yeah, the... Sugar Puffs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I was I was listening to a thing about him on Radio Four Extra the other day. Went out with Nico for a while. Yeah. Um, 
uh, oh, they're great. What's, it, uh, what's that fellow? Someone tweet me. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of, um, oh, what was his name? Oh. Uh, Ian, Ian, just, just while it's coming into the night, yeah, you know, go I know you've got more callers to put on. No, I don't um, worry about those guys. It sounds like that you're, you're presenting the show on your own today. You usually, you usually have a lady that's on with you. She's not, uh, she's not working Kathy, tonight. Kath's got the night off. She's gone to see um, Flight of the Concords, who are very, very funny. All oh, right, so you're on your top John Cooper-Clark. Thank you, people on YouTube. Do you sound do you sound just like John Cooper-Clark, then? John Cooper Clark. You ever listened to it? No, there it was. You said it. Uh, have you ever listened yeah. to any John Cooper Clark? Yeah, I have. Uh, just thinking about something else, uh, Ian. When, uh, quite a few uh, months ago, yeah. when you was uh, when you was going via via Periscope, you was yeah. uh, a, a lady that used to play the piano uh, and used to sing to the piano. Uh, something mermaid was it? Uh, mermaid something? Oh, um, Angel. Uh, Angel's uh, uh, piano. She was, yeah, yeah. Are you ever going to go back to her? Yeah, we'll go back. We'll get her back on at some point. She was brilliant. She that's was, well, she, you can find her. Do you ever watch, do you ever go on Periscope? I've never been on Periscope here, no, but uh, I'd, I love when you actually presented yeah. her and you actually connected to her via the radio station yeah. and it came over on the airways. It was fantastic. Have you got a computer or a smartphone? No, I've, I've, yeah, I've got my smart. I'm talking on the smartphone. Okay. I've, I've, I've got the new Galaxy Note 8, by the oh, way. Oh! Very well, posh, you, isn't it? You can, very posh. You can go on Periscope yourself and, yeah, and, and do, have yeah. a look and find fun people and silly people and rude people and naughty people and ordinary yeah. people. And that is a yeah. great way of getting out of your flat or your house without actually having yeah. to get up out of your, your armchair. Yeah, I'm talking to you from Accrington, by the way. Accrington, Lancashire. Accrington, Stanley. Is that that? Accrington, Stanley. There we go. Blackburn, um, Blackburn, Blackburn are playing Gillingham on Saturday. Away, by the way. Oh, now, now you now you're speaking a foreign language to me. Foreign language. You're like, you're, I know you're not a football fan, oh, Ian. I know that no. absolutely. You hate it, don't you? Uh, you hate I, football. I, yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I think. Do you, are you a football fan? Uh, I am. For, I am. Uh, I do follow Blackburn, but I don't follow football generally. Just Blackburn or Accrington Stanley or whatever. But Ian, just making this conversation with you now for the past ten to fifteen minutes, it's, it's made my mood uh, get a little bit better. It's made, it's made your mood get a bit better. Yeah, my mood's a little bit heightened. You know, that'll be seventy-five pounds then, please, Bill. I'll give you only quid for cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, listen, here's, um, I'm going to say something, and it's going to sound flippant, right? But yeah, I don't yeah. mean it to, right? <clears throat> yeah. All you got to do tonight <clears throat> is get to bed and get your head down, right? And I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually lying in bed as I'm talking to you, you now. dirty sod. That's yeah. all you got to do. Yeah. All you got to do tonight yeah. is get your head down, and that's another day chalked off. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and give us a call tomorrow. Can you do I'll that? You can make you can make the next twenty four hours, yeah? Yeah, I will do and I'll try and give you a ring One, tomorrow, one thing that I has been suggested to me that many people find helpful is, right, if you start thinking about tomorrow or you start thinking yeah. about the weekend or you start thinking about June, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. head can spin and spiral out of control. All mm-hmm. you've got to do is think about the next hour. And if that yeah. is too daunting, you think mm-hmm. about the next ten minutes, and if that's too yeah. too daunting, you just yeah. think about the next minute. Think right, I've just got to get through the next right. sixty seconds without killing myself mm-hmm. or cutting mm-hmm. myself or whatever it is you do to to mm-hmm. get an outlet for that pain. Right. You can break it down into into minutes or five minute chunks. All right, okay. I'll, I've got two questions to ask you before you cut me off and go on to somebody else. Uh oh, go on. First, first of all, um, 
I'm going to. The answer is going to be yes. You've obviously met James Whale in person. Um, unfortunately, yes, I have. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say you know he's a fantastic presenter like yourself, and also I know it's a rival a rival uh, radio station to yourself, but Steve Allen, and I know you know who I'm talking about. He's a fantastic presenter as well. I you think might, he's an arsehole, might... but there you go. He's not very nice about me on his radio show, so well, I, I, I'm no. not a fan of his. I'm not talking in that context. I'm talking about the general presenter. Nah, he's, he, uh, well, I, I'm going to disagree with you, Bill, because he said some very, very personal, hurtful things about me on his show. Well, so I, I disagree well, with, yeah, with you on that. Yeah. I think he's another thing. I, I, I apologise. I, I didn't know that. Um, you've you just told me something I didn't actually... Uh, uh, yeah, that's fine. But, uh, different horses for different courses. <clears throat> Different horses, but uh, I, I don't think you like Nick Ferrari either, do you? Oh, no, I, I do like Nick. Nick's always been lovely to me. And James O'Brien. Yeah, lo- lovely James O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, all good. Hey, listen, Bill, before we start going and loving on about another radio station, listen, I really, I really appreciate your call, man. Take care. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, yeah, Bill. See you later. No, no. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I think it's going to be one of them shows tonight, ups and downs and all over the place. Um, you can call in about absolutely anything you want. You'll speak to Haley tonight. She'll take your name and number and give you a call back. Um, Probably free for most people. At most, it'll cost you a few pennies, but we call you back anyway, so you can stay on for as long as you want. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've we've covered pretty much all the bases uh, on this show. Rinsing or not rinsing your teeth after brushing them. Arguments and a poor soul in trouble. It's, I mean, it's only forty five minutes in, guys. Um, you can call in about absolutely anything you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I do genuinely want to ask. Eh? I do genuinely want to ask. Can animals be brave? There's a story in the paper about a dog. Brave, a brave dog. That was stabbed like two or three times, and st- a police dog, and he still caught the the guy. Uh, I don't, I don't know. If, can dogs be brave? Or just dumb? It sounds like a dumb dog. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Mick. Good evening, Mick. Good evening. Good evening. What's your favourite sausage? Um, I like um, I like a pork and apple sausage. What? I like pork and red caramelised onion, as does homemade. Thank you, bye. Thank you very much indeed. Goodbye. Let's go to Zach. Good evening, Zach. Hello, Zach. I'm pretty peed off. Right. Uh, OK, I'm, I'm furious. You want to know why? Why? You're on speakerphone. I'm not, honestly. Well, what are you on, then? Because that sounds awful. Well, this room is a bit echoey. Yeah, uh, but it's what are you speaking into? <laughs> You're, you can't be. You simply can't be. That doesn't sound like a phone quality. I don't know. I don't know. All right, I'm, I'm, gonna get, I'm letting off. you off. I'm letting you off this once, Zach. Just this once. Go on. What you got? Because I've been waiting for almost five weeks to get back to Thorpe Park because it's been the close season and I've even got my annual pass preview day tickets. Yes. And because apparently the weather's not good enough, there's a chance that they're going to close the whole park on the weekend because 
a bit of snow. Um, so, hang on, so Thorpe Park is shut? It might be shut on the weekend because... Have you no. never seen National Lampoon's Vacation? No. You just... Right, go and watch it. It's a documentary about a family that travel across America to try and go to one of the greatest theme parks ever created called Wally World. The trip is a disaster, and by the end of it, they're all four of them are close to mental breakdown. When they get there, Wally World is closed, so they break in and go on the rides themselves. Incredible documentary. I suggest you watch that, and then you break into Thorpe Park. Okay. It's been done before. Wait, hang on. When did you break into Thorpe Park? I haven't done it, but people have. Well, then, Zach, join that list of people. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Just put the phone to me here. What? I'm going there. I need to hang on. Yes. This one, right? Yes. Okay. I'm about to turn again today. Oh, what happened? Just the king of kings in and out, and we go see you into freezes. Uh-oh. But, uh, but it's how that bloke who overdoses takes more. Yeah. Don't do, because it's in the end, you run out of drugs. Yeah. And we have to get enough good days without. Uh-oh. Let's get in the mood to the reception. Yes. I used to do that one at the time. Smash me box and drugs. Yeah. And we could have none. Right. So hang on, are you uh, saying you've not taken drugs or you've taken too many Parkinson's drugs? No, in the past. All right, yeah, yeah. That bloke who's got his problems with on a couple of calls ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the fella before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing, you've got to... What I was going to say to him as well is sometimes, bizarrely, with, with drugs, taking less of a drug can have can make the drug more powerful. You think, right, I've, I've got two tablets. If I take four, it'll be twice as powerful. Sometimes going from two to one can make it more powerful. Drugs and the way they in, uh, react with everybody is different and weird, and it's, uh, it's you know, it, it, it's not an exact science, unfortunately. Do you want me to, you want me to stay here, or do you, want, do you want me to leave you alone? Do you want me to stay here? Yeah. Can't go care on tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it's like every time every, every drug I take it, the, the response is different to it every time I take it. Yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Oh, man. And the weak ones can work better. Like I say, the weak ones can work better than the stronger ones. Nope. But he's trying to get in touch with... Go on. Trying to get in touch with a specialist. It's like getting in touch with God. It's a it's a tough one, isn't it? Because with with Parkinson's, um, there's only so much they can do, isn't there? That's the thing. Yeah, but I'm good. really good. So what is the what is the what is the best thing that could post that, that that you think could happen if they got the right drugs and the what what, what is the best outcome you you realistically would could expect? Just to come with a little. Is to what? Just say can live a little. You will live a little. Live a little. Not live a little. Well, just enjoy life. Take things chill. When was the last time you enjoyed life, Jerry? Enjoy every day. Do you? Oh, there you go. Fair play. Stop whinging, then, you snowflake. Some days a bit. Are you not? Are you knocking one out? No, my fingers. Oh, okay, so I, I, I apologise. Just, I just for a second. I, I know I've got a sexy voice, but um, that could. That yeah, that would be a bit too far. Um, we once had someone 
We oh, once yeah. had someone. We were, we once had a couple on the phone, and they were having sex while they were talking to me. Oh, yeah. You're right, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, Hey, Steve. Let me finger. Get your finger off the phone. Yeah. Okay. This one here. Yeah. There we go. Okay. There we go. Is that better? Yeah. Thank you. There was a, there was a rogue. There was a rogue <laughs> finger. I don't really want to speak to him. I know I'm in trouble. Okay. Right, do, you want, do, you want, do you want me to leave? I can leave. I can leave you to it and give you the buzzer. Then give me a ring when you're done. Do you want to do that? Uh, he it? doesn't. He doesn't want. Don't, don't, Jerry. If he doesn't want to, don't have to. It's not fair sure. on the poor bloke. Um, oh, sorry. Who, who am I speaking to? Hello, mate. Uh, this is Ian Lee. You're on. You're on Talk Radio. Jerry's a regular contributor to my radio show, and we we love having his calls. And it sounds like it sounds like he's having a bit of a well, literally a shaky day tonight. And you're, you're doing a good job, mate. So thank okay, you very much. Thank you. Um, yeah, he's having. A, he's, he'll be all right, but yeah. I, I can't really be on the phone. No, so. I've, I know you can't, okay. man. I appreciate that. Thank you all very right, much. Thank mate. you. I'll pass thank the you. phone back to him. Um, yeah, you can't put them on the phone, Jeff. There's not a lot of people about. Yeah. Is that all right? Is that all right with yeah. you? Yeah, okay. you can't put them on the phone, Jeff. No, it's just the same. No, I know, I know. Um, I just spread the love. Spread the love, man. Spread the love. Who's new girl on the phone? It's Hayley. Sounds very nice. Um, yeah, she's nice. Uh, Hayley's been on the show a few times. Um, when when Kath yeah. ain't here, Hayley comes in. And... Hayley, what show do you do? Go on the go on the microphone there. What show? Because you go you sort of go all over the place. What yeah, show? Yeah, I do all over the place, but mainly Alexis Conran. Oh, did he not get booted out in the reshuffle? No, no, Good he's still him. here. Good for him. He survived. Well done at the week on Saturday lunchtime. Yeah, that? Saturday four till seven. And you have you done? You've done Howard's show a few. I times. I do Howard's as well. Yeah, oh. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good as well. It's a great show. Do you do Howard's show permanently, or is it like? Yeah, yeah, have done for last year or so. We love Howard's show. I tell you what, I, I don't like it when he does science. Oh. I like it when he does like fruitcakes and nut jobs. Oh yeah, yeah. I love, I love yeah. the nut jobs. I've emailed him a couple of times. Oh yeah, it, does he read it out? Yeah, he's done well. Yeah, he's good. I love. If you don't know Howard's show, dear listener, Sunday nights, uh, ten till one. This slot, it, 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 it's brilliant. Quite often, I'm driving home from somewhere and we have Howard's show on, and it's just, it gets like, it gets these psychics on, right? And um, the one I heard, it was a few months ago. It was rubbish. He was like doing all these this stuff, and everyone people were phoning up and going, "Nah, let me let me just say, let me just say, I'm getting. Um, do you know a blonde lady called Susan? Nah, well you will do. And yet, tell Howard this, Haley. Last week I did some psychometry, right? You know psychometry, yeah? You hold a piece of jewellery that belongs to someone. I held it to Catherine Boyle, the part timer, and I said, Catherine, I'm holding this, and this is absolutely genuine. I'm holding this." And I'm getting a sore neck. Have you got a sore neck? She went, no. I said, right, someone really close to you got a sore neck. She went, no. Then during the break, she went, actually, my mum's got a sore neck and she's had it for quite a while. During the break, she said that. And then I'm holding her necklace and I said again, "Um, what's wrong with your kids? She went, nothing. I said, one of your kids has got a cough, haven't they? She went, no. I said, they will do. That Sunday... Two days later, I got a text from her saying her youngest had a, a really nasty cough and I danced a jig of celebration. Two out of two, 
Tell Howard Hughes that, please, Hayley. I will. I need a guest for 10.20 on Sunday. You're free. You got me! Brilliant. You got me, the psychic! Lovely. Thank you very much. How much does it pay? Not much. I'm busy, then. Um, Jerry, I'm going to cut you off now. I remember how we if you on IRN. Sorry? No, I've got... I want to speak to... Oh, no, I tell you what, I'll keep you a bit. I, 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 hang on a minute. Let me, um, let me... Uh, this isn't touchscreen, so I'm a little bit... Jasmine! Yes, sir? Sorry? Um, yes, hello, Ian. Yes, did you just call me sir? Yes, because you're treating it later on. Okay, that's weird. That's a weird... Two people, I can't understand <laughs> what, it, what either of them are saying. What kind of phone-in show is this? Um, um... Maybe I should maybe I should make it a far right phone in show, Jerry, and I should ban foreigners and disable people. How do yeah. you think, would that go down? I I might. I, do you know what? I, I've got to be so careful because the because the 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 papers listen to every second of this show now, waiting for me to have a mental breakdown. But uh, from now on, I'm going to ban foreigners and disable people from I'm calling really this show. Right, shut, I'm going to cut you off now, Jerry. Good night. Yeah. Um, Jasmine, stay there. I will come to you after the news. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Jasmine, all the way from Switzerland. Got me so careful, man. Everything I say, the papers are listening. I was on Good Morning Britain today doing a tribute, doing a tribute, doing a story about Jim Bowen dying. And then it became a massive, like, a massive. It became an online story about how I did a disrespectful, um, disrespectful tribute to Jim Bowen. That I'd annoyed... Is it pre-recorded? Yeah, we are. That I'd um, uh, um, annoyed Jim Davison, which I had done, and Jim Davison sent me some abuse on Twitter, then blocked me. Um, and that the, um, Susanna Reid, the host of Gorning Britain, had said I was on edge. The implication... It was like it said on edge, and the, the implication being, he's going nuts. And she hadn't said that. She said that um, quite often when I go in and do the showbiz bits, as I did today, and I will be doing tomorrow, she said, oh, oh you're so on the edge. Meaning it was a little bit risky and a little bit, you know, a little bit naughty. But um, they, they're just constantly waiting for me to have a mental breakdown. So, coming up in the next hour, I shall be downing a bottle of vodka and um, taking a load of pills. Just just for the people at the, our bosses at the Sun. 03444991000. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. You're listening on DAB. You could have downloaded the smartphone app, or maybe. Just maybe you're listening uh, on the website, talkradio.co.uk. You can watch the show, guys. You can watch the show. If you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rabbit hole, uh, you can watch the show there, and there's some nice chat going on. Some nice chat. There's a real bit of nice chat going on there, guys, and it's moderated chat, so if uh, we get any a-holes on there, I think you know what I mean by that, then they get blocked. I don't even know what... I don't even know why I'm doing that. Um... You can call in about anything you want. We've um, So far, we've talked about brushing your teeth and whether you uh, rinse afterwards or let the toothpaste do its magic. Um, and we were going to do the, um, the whole show. We're gonna make the sh- we were going to make the show quite sinister tonight by um, uh, just only saying surnames. Because that's, that's something quite sinister 
are just about using people's um, surnames. So if you want to do that, you can. I know some of you... Here's the weird thing. On um, Radio 4, Radio 4 only has one phone-in show. It's only 30 minutes long. And they tout for callers for like two days for this 30-minute long show. It's um, uh, Any Answers, which is the, the, the kind of follow-on show to Any Questions, which is the radio equivalent of questions. And they'll always say the full name. So um, next we've got... Um, so, well, sometimes they'll say, next we've got um, Stephen Jameson from um, Gretna Green on the line. Good even- good afternoon, Stephen. And Sometimes, though, they'll go formal and go, well, next we've got Mr Wheatley on the show from Peterborough. Good, e- good afternoon, Mr Wheatley. Um, so if you want to do that, let's, if you phone up, Hayley, g- delete their first names when they call in. In fact, do this with Jasmine. Find out what... You don't have to use your real last name because for some reason people are a little bit weird about giving out their their last names on um, radio. Just in case... um, I don't know. What, we come and murder you? So I want surnames. If If you're not keen on giving your surname, then... You can um, you can make one up. I don't. I'm not going to know, am I? What am I going to do? ID you? Demand to see your papers? I don't think that's going to happen. Um, can I just tell you? By the way, I bought something on eBay. Right. I bought. I'm getting. I'm getting back into the Beatles. You heard of the Beatles? And I bought the box set. Of the Beatles' American albums. Here's the interesting thing about the Beatles, right? When America started releasing their albums, they would take a couple of songs off each album, right? And their reckoning was that they could... Because the Beatles, for the first few years, released like two or three or four... Three, two or three albums a year. So they would take a couple of songs off an album so that they could kind of make a, another album out of all these so, so all their albums up until up until Sgt Pepper all of the albums the Beatles released in America are slightly well some are slightly different and some are significantly different to the British releases right it's all, it's all the same song it's not actually, actually it's not all the same songs help is very very different revolver has got different mixes anyway and I just thought, oh, do you know what? I've quite fancied that box. It's been out a while. It's about 80 quid, 60 quid. And then I, I've, I've won on eBay the box set. The cheapest I found up until then was, was like 58 quid. I thought, I don't really want But then I, I, on eBay, I won Beatles American album box set for £37. No postage. From China? Huh? £37 for a Beatles box set. No postage from China. And that... Something says to me... That's going to be hooky. That, that ain't... that that. But they've got quite good um, feedback. Anyway. I, um, good evening, Summers. <laughs> uh, yes, good evening. Good evening, Summers. What do you have for us tonight, Summers? All the way from Switzerland. 
What's what? What is some, what is summer's like in Switzerland? That's a play on words. Um, it's like summer, the opposite of winter. Yep. Well, I was I was going to... anyway. So, what have you got for us tonight, Summers? <laughs> um, I have two maybe rubbish questions. Yes. And I also have to say something important. Okay. Let's should we start the rubbish questions first. Okay. Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> Let, let's have it. Let's have it, Summers. Um, okay. First one is that I've heard about your project. Um, and I wanted to ask you if you could build plan for it. Say that again. You've heard about my project, and you want to know if I can do what? Um, could you do it blindfolded? Do it blindfolded? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know wh- which project. Um, with drinking. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. So, okay. Right. For those. Right. For those that know, Haley, you might have missed this. I'm going to drink Joe Swash's piss. Right. Um. And and for five hundred pounds, I said I'd drink it for five hundred pounds. He then he was listening. He phoned me up and said, I'll, "Here's what I'll do, Lee. I'll give you five hundred pounds to a chari- to charity if you drink my." And once someone says the c word, you, uh, you uh, I wanted the money for myself. If I'm honest. Once someone says the C word, you, you can't really say no. So what I'm hoping is... I'm off next week, Summers. And what I'm hoping is that um, everyone forgets about it while I'm away. And then when we come back, we never mention it again. Mm. So that's question one out of the way. Question two. Um, yeah, second question is that you know that Jesus once said that you should forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Yes. And I wanted to ask you, I mean, what have you learned from today? (laughs) That's a really good... That's not a dumb question. That's a really good question. I'm assuming you're referring to... um, um, uh, (laughs) I assume you're referring to Jim Davidson and myself. This is the weirdest sentence. Me and Jim Davidson having a row on Twitter... And then him blocking me, and then lots of people um, calling me a c-word, laughing about my marriage, all of that that, that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. First things first. Right. All of the Twitter abuse I got, all of it, made me howl with laughter. Really made me howl with laughter. I was honestly, it didn't. None of it touched. None of it touched me. Right. Um, and I was, I've been laughing so much. Someone, um, said I've got, d- 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 I can't remember, hang on, let me see if I can find some of the insults, because they, they do bear, um, hang on a minute, let me go to the profile, hang on a second. Um, I, I, I might have, let me find tweets and replies, here we go. Um, got to go back quite, it's, it's been going on all day, man, and it's been making me laugh. Um, someone said that uh, they they love Britain and they love the Union Jack. Why don't you force yourself and try it sometimes? You can't love Islamic jihadists. Alan said, what a prick. Funny as diarrhoea. Couldn't wipe Jim Davison's ass. Pee off back to obscurity. I should have... Why would I want to wipe Jim Davidson's ass? Um... Um, here's a great one, if I can get it. I always knew you were an obnoxious brat. Now everyone else knows it too. Um, 
Um, um, I would say it could have been handled differently. Um, I would still expect 100% professionalism and, and fake respect. I've seen you somewhere before. Ha, I know, you're the snowflake that booed your eyes out in the jungle. Um, Lee is a twat, pure and simple. To have a go at a character Jim Davison used to include in his act is pathetic. I'm speaking, of course, about Chalky. Um, Lee is a minnow out of his depth. Uh, yeah, don't effing speak, lol. That's at idea. You have no talent, Richard Arnold. Now you FFS at GMB. Must be so effing desperate implying, employing you two daft twits. None of you are even funny. You try to choke, but just at asshole. So I've, uh, all of those have made me laugh so much, right? No. Made me laugh so much, right? Um... And here's where the Huffington Post who are listening now and the Daily Mirror who are listening now, get your, get your pens out. Here it comes. <laughs> right, here it comes, guys. Um, yeah, maybe it was a little bit mean of me to... Um, maybe it was a little bit mean of me to exclude Jim like that on... The, basically, I was talking about Jim Bowen and I, uh, I said, we've got some tw- tweets from celebrities have come in and I read, um, uh, one of, uh, read one of them and Jim Davidson's came out. I said, oh, let's ignore that. I don't want to read his. And I went to Frank Brito. Maybe I shouldn't have done it. Maybe it was mean for me to do that on TV. I can understand how people could perceive that as being mean. I should have taken it out before I went on air. Um, and... Um, but when, you know, when I'm doing it, I get full of adrenaline and I get excitable and I, you know, I, I show off to the, the cameras. There's your quote, tragic comic shows off to cameras. And, um, and maybe, you know, um, I don't think that the, um, I don't think it was disrespectful to Jim Bowen. You know, we did it with respect. I said he was a, gr- a nice bloke and I told a story about having worked with him. Um, but may- maybe I shouldn't have done that. And, um, I, this is one of the things I'm getting better at as I, as, as I make this journey through life. I sent an apology to Jim Davidson via Twitter, public forum, so that people could see it. And, you know, he'd been rude about me. I'd been rude about him. And I won't play his version of Chalky singing White Christmas, which, is, which I was going to kick the show off with. It's on YouTube. You know, it's not for the faint-hearted. Um, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't. Uh, you know, there, there, there is. I don't wish him any ill will. I don't. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to lose sleep tonight about it. I'm not thinking. Oh man, God. Well, you know, I, I, I did something. It probably wasn't the greatest thing I've done. But you know, these 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 things these things happen. I've apologised to him. It's up to him whether he accepts it. So what have I learnt today? Um, um, that that Twitter abuse doesn't have to hurt me. That's what I've learnt today. That's what I've learnt today. Wow, that's a great answer. There you go. Thank you very much. Uh, and what was it? You said you had a serious thing. Yes, it's quite a serious thing I've learned. Uh oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> we're um, laughing, but we're laughing, but we, we might have tears on the end of our face in a minute. Okay, um, it's about the thing you've talked about earlier on. Yes. About the toothpaste, and I have to tell you, yeah. um, it's very important that you know that. Um, normal toothpaste is toxic to you yeah. because it has um, something in it that is toxic. And if you brush your teeth, um, 
so brush your teeth a lot with this, it can go to your brain and then it can damage a um, special area of your brain. Um, so you can't do lucid dreaming anymore afterwards. You can't do what? Dreaming? Lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. Okay, so let me just clarify because, you know, uh, you're saying that, um, that there is a, a toxin in toothpaste. Which, if you yeah. if you brush your teeth too much with it, will prevent you will go to your brain and will prevent you doing lucid dreaming. Yes, that's it. Gosh, and where did you get this evidence from, Summers? Um, from studies and also a lot of people I know. Yeah. And now I use a special toothpaste. A lucid dreaming toothpaste. Doesn't... I like so I like to loose I like to control my dreams. I like to be able to stand in front of supermodels and fly. Well now you can too by using new lucid dream paste. It's great. It's got none of those toxins in that reduce your capacity to lucid dream. Hell, I'm lucid dreaming now. Wow <laughs> Is that what you use? Um, no, it's just a toothpaste that's a bit thin. Okay. Um, because government doesn't want us to do prostitution. Wow, Summers, now we're getting somewhere. Listen, I've got to go. Speak to you again. Thank you very much. 0344 499 1000. McSquiggan. Hassle. You stay there, guys. We'll come to you in a bit. This is The Late Night Alternative with Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you're wondering all the, the the Jim Davis and stuff, I've just tweeted a brilliant account actually. Um, uh, um, retweeted from um, Entertainment Daily. But when celebs get into handbags on Twitter, I've just read it. It's a spot-on account of what happened, and it's and it's and it's and it, it gets the tone absolutely right. It's fair. It's balanced, and it highlights just how ludicrous the whole thing is. And it's wonderful. So thank you for that. Um, <clears throat> let's go to McSwiggan. Hello, Lee. How are you? How are you, McSwiggan, me old mucker? You all right, mate? I'm good. good. I'm yeah. good, thank you, mate. Yeah, I'm good, McSwiggan, yeah. Yeah. It, I know Kiri, my name, though. It's like MCSW. Yeah, I'm saying McSwiggan. Me, you know, you're saying McSquiggan. There's people put cues in that. Well, why are you? Well, you're you're, sat, you're talking in a Cockney accent when we know you're Irish, McSwiggan. Well, you're talking in an American accent. Yeah, well, I'm American. Well, I'm Cockney right now, so okay. there you go. All right, nice one, McSquiggan. <laughs> we should use our surnames more. I feel a yeah. bit of a fraud because Lee isn't the surname I was born with. Lee was my middle name. And did you did you always want to change it to Lee, or did you want to did you go have a lot of lot of different options? Oh, I had I, I had a lot of options. I, I I you know I went through through lists. Me and my friends would sit around with lists, just coming up, trying throwing names. Me and me and Mackenzie mainly, and my an agent I was with at the time, which he would send me lists of like, horrible. I remember he suggested Ian Cargo. Ooh, what weird thing to suggest, Ian Cargo. Um, but uh, and we just just for ages and ages and ages, and then in the end, um, I just went. Oh, we'll call it. We'll, we'll, we'll just go with, let's just use the middle name and drop the surname. Seems like the easiest thing to do. But do you know what? Now, um, um, now I don't think it's. Um, I don't. I, I wish I hadn't done it. I wish I was still Ian Rugby. Oh. Yeah, I wish I wish I was still Ian Rugby. It's. It's. Um, I, I, I won't change it back because it would be a faff. 
But um, I, 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 I regret changing it. Yeah, I regret changing my surname. There you go. It's the first time I've said that out loud, I think. Uh, you know, David Tennant, Doctor Who, David Tennant, he, he did one of those Who Do You Think You Are programmes, and he, his name, he got his name off Neil Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys. Did he? Yeah. Oh, great. Good for him. And um, he he did the Who Do You Think You Are, and he went to back to his parents, and they were discussing changing his name. And his and his I don't think his parents really liked that. I yeah. think they kind of were disappointed, obviously as they would be. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It looks it looks Lee looks good as the surname to my kids, but I do. Um, I, I yeah, I, changing it was uh, was one thing I regretted. Cool. Anyway, what you got, McSquiggan? Um, so I've got this gig in Belfast on um, on Saturday, and it's um, hip hop. Uh, it's it's a hip hop game. You're playing is it? Yeah, I'm I'm going to be the host. Well, it's a whole night dedicated to hip hop. It's called What Has Hip Hop Ever Done for Us? Okay. And um, nice Monty and Python reference. I do. Oh right. Oh, that's good to know. Um, so did you not um, know that? No, I didn't know that. No. Is it from Life of Brian? And what was it? I can't remember. What what of the the um, what have the Romans ever done for us? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay, a great, it's yeah. a great scene actually. Hey, yeah. what was? Can someone tell me? I asked on Twitter and no one's responded. Right? Apparently, well, I know, apparently in the middle of February, Netflix were going to drop all of the Monty, all of the Monty Python stuff, the series, the movies, the German specials, everything onto Netflix. Right? And then it didn't happen. And I can't find out why it didn't happen. I'm assuming one of them objected at the last minute, but. I was really looking forward to it. So, if anyone knows, thanks very much indeed. Anyway, McSquiggan. Um, so, I've got a, I'm doing this game show. I do a game show anyway called Let's Get Quizzical. I, I play a character and we Let's do like all sorts of different game show stuff. Quizzical. quizzical. We're going to get, get quizzical. quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. Let me hear your bottom talk. Mm-hmm. Your bottom talk. Let me hear your bottom talk. Great song. Very sexy song. Sexy video. Sexy song. So someone saw the game show that I did and said, why don't you, we do a hip-hop game show based around family fortunes and yep. bingo. So I'm going to be this character called Dr. Hip-Hop. Yes. And I'm gonna, I've got this introductory rap. And because you were doing um, uh, American accents randomly, I thought, oh, I wonder would my rap sound better in an American accent or my own accent or any other accent. So, Are you going to rap for us? Well, I know. What, what's the tune to this rap? Is it da 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 da? Is it that tune? It's basically yeah. I don't know. You can rap anything, can't you? Really? White people who can't rap, rapping. Black people, anyone, people, rapping, who can't rap is just. It makes me want to gouge my ears out with forks. But, um, uh, um, let's listen to it. Okay, so this is, this is the second verse, right? So I'll do it in the American accent and see if it's okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, okay. Dr. Hip Hop is my name. I reckon you think it's kind of a shame to be wearing this getup with green stripes doesn't really suit my body type. And what about the other kind of doctor, the ones who know all their concoctions? Well, they're rich. They can cope. But me, I'm legit. I got a stethoscope. Okay, let's, now let's hear it in your natural Irish bro. Okay. Um... Dr. Hip-Hop is my name. Stop. I reckon you think it's kind of a shame Stop. to be wearing this get-up with Stop! me. Stop! Jesus Christ. 
Stop, man! Is it awful? Yeah, do it in American. Do it in American, yeah, somebody else said that as well. Yeah, do it in American. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we sorted that, McSquiggan. Great, thank you, Lee. Well done, well done. Let's go to Hassel. Good evening, Hassel. Hello, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Hassel. What can I do for you? Hi. Well, um, I just called literally because you were on about um, surnames, and my surname is literally Hassel, and no one ever believes me. I I believe you. I believe you. Thank you. I believe you. And also... Um, big fan. Do you remember when you used to work for um, <coughs> WM? Yes. And uh, you used to have that guy, Ranjit, used to drink in and drive you nuts. The guy that owned the chip shop, yeah, the really boring man. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Don't tell him I'm um, here. I'm not going to. Good. Every Saturday I used to listen and just literally laugh and my children were like, Mom, this is really boring, turn what? it off. Wow, your kids have got terrible... Hang on, how old are your kids? I know. Well, they are small, they're like four and nine. Yeah, but so... still, man, come on, I was I doing know, fart jokes and everything. You were totally amazing and they just didn't get it. Yeah. Frankly, I'll, bra- I'll blame the parents. Yeah, I, bl- I do as well. <laughs> the, the, terrible parenting. Oh, well, I'm glad you enjoyed That was fun, that show, the, the, the Saturday show. It was quite fun. And yeah. then when you left, yeah. I kind of stalked you on the internet. Uh-oh. And that's how I found your podcast and like, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so it was genuinely from there, that's where I followed you. However, the reason that I wanted to call it today is, like, one, I think that um, I'm a bit of an insomniac, so I kind of like this show. Yeah, that's right. And, um, yeah, Yeah. and two, uh, I admire the fact that you literally just have a bit of a a chat, Yeah, if I'm honest. So there is, there's nothing clever about it, there's nothing smart, we just come in and open the phone lines and see what happens, yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm just ringing up my mate, going... You're right, love. How are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and three, I saw um, Jim Davidson say something about it on Twitter, and I thought, what's that about? <laughs> but obviously, whilst I've been on hold, you've kind of explained it. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, what an arse. And I also want to explain to you that yeah. when I was a kid, yeah. bearing in mind I'm your age. Yeah, old. Old, yeah, thanks. Um, and I went on my first, like, no parents allowed holiday yeah. in, in Spain yeah. in the 90s. And Jim Davidson did a little bit of a comedy show. Yeah. And uh, I, I, he did a racist joke. And I, I'm mixed race. I'm half Jamaican. Right. So I literally have brown skin. Yeah. And I happened to be in the front row. And I am quite, quite a... Um, Let's say I'm quite a loud, opinionated person. Okay, yeah, you got, a big, you got I, a big gob on you. I've got a bit of a gob. Good. Let's be honest. Yeah. And 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 I think you can probably tell that I'm a bit of I'm a bit of a yam yam. I'm yeah. from the black country. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, I like that. I like so um, so I told you off. I was just like uh, rude. Uh, excuse you. And what you happened? Know what, I mean? what happened? He he apologised afterwards. Did he? Which was oh, yeah. good for him. Good for him. Hilar- I know. Well, he just came, he, he was just like, because he caught my look because I was in the front row. Yeah. And then he came over and went, oh, you know, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean it, whatever. Yeah. And, like, these were the days when I had to tolerate that nonsense. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, all right then. But I'm so proud of myself that I actually said yeah, something. Yeah, well done, because it's That's tough, it's tough isn't it, to do that? Well... To- it's tough yeah, to st- stick up for yourself in front of a load of people. Yeah, but, you know, I'm just not bothered. I'm like that. Good for you. Well done. 
I'm a bit, I'm a bit tough. Like, but anyway, so yeah, I did that. Yeah. I did that. Um, so that's what it reminded me. And uh, the fact that they are trying to have a whinge at you on Twitter gets right on my nerves. Oh, today, honestly, sometimes it really upsets me. And today, though, I've just been <laughs> laughing so much. Someone said I've got like a tiny bum hole, and oh, it's, it's been so funny. And, and, but um, but 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 also, if I if I believe, you know, a lot of the tweets I've had, um, some of these people who've been tweeting me know black people, and those black people find Jim Davidson's jokes about black well. people funny. Okay, well, you know these people who know black people? (laughs) They're the ones who say racist comments, and when I pull them up, they go, oh, I'm not racist because my auntie's cousin's brother is married to a black lady. There we go. (laughs) That gets them out of that. It's their get-out-of-jail cards. So, you know, I'm so over people trying to excuse it. And when I was a little child, obviously, I'm in my 40s now, so it was the, the chalky stuff was very much around when I was growing up. And actually, I hated it. I didn't find it funny. I found it offensive. And um, now, people but, but, in the playground used to use it as a right. like an excuse to kind of, like right. they mimicked it and thought they could um, kind of, it was they could laugh it off. Did you, so did, uh, uh, so you, did you remember seeing it as a kid? Because I remember seeing him yeah, do Chalky did. as a yeah, kid. And yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'm going to be honest, um, in the late 70s, very early 80s, you know, I, I probably laughed at Chalky. I think I did laugh at Chalky. Um, you know, when I'm sort of like 7, 8, 9, 10, mm. and sort of around, mm. around 11, 12, I started to think, um, maybe this yeah, well, isn't quite, maybe this isn't quite right, you know. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of, I would agree with you around the, at the age thing, but I think for me, because I am mixed race, I'm half Jamaican, yeah. I think that my, my kind of, like, my white family, my English family, if you yeah. like, yeah. they kind of, we were all, they, they were watching it and laughing, and I felt really uncomfortable right. at, that, at that age. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you and, got that it was a joke I, at your expense. Yeah, 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 yeah. And whilst I knew that they weren't um, kind of, they weren't being racist in like a, um, what's the word, like a spiteful way, yeah. you know, uh, but it was it was inbuilt in them. And you know yeah. how people always used to say about old people, all oh, they don't mean it, it's their generation. Yeah. All oh, they don't mean, you know, so that was kind of the excuse. But I remember feeling very uncomfortable and I thought, I don't really like that. I don't like that. Yeah. That, but I that... kind of didn't understand why I didn't like it. No, and then exactly. once I hit about 12, 13, I thought, uh, hang on, I'm not having that. I think it is about the age when you start going up to big school that Absolutely. once you, you, you get yeah. more influences and you get... And, and you know, and I... And as, a, as an 8, 9, 10-year-old, I, I would laugh because it was a bloke doing a funny voice. You know, yeah. it was a funny voice. And exactly. I, did, I didn't get what the joke was based on I, I don't you know I, I don't know because go on I think it's because you start to understand the content yep, and yep. you listen to the words yeah whereas prior to that when you're quite young you're just hearing a voice yeah it's a bit like hearing you know if you hear like Donald Duck say something 
uh, when you're a child, you laugh at it. When you get to 10 or 11, he could be, like, chanting some horrific thing well, to you. You've just libelled the entire... you've realised the words. You've libelled you know Donald mean? Duck and the entire Disney corporation. <laughs> I'm now. sorry. But, no, but, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do know. You know what I mean. I know exactly what you're saying. And it's... Um... Um, and, and, and I think that that's, that's the thing, and that certainly was the thing for me. And I'm not a sort of, like, uh, you know, miserable black woman who has a chip on her shoulder. No. And I tolerate, like, casual races every single... Flipping day. I bet you, you know, do. I bet you do. And I'm sorry. It's just the way to... it is. But um, it's quite interesting to discuss it, and and I like to discuss it. Whilst I don't, I'm not having a go at anyone about it. No. I think it's really healthy for us to say, oh, well, actually, yeah. And and I like the fact that you, there you are. No offence, but you know, middle-aged white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can you can still pinpoint the, the time in your life when you thought, hang on. I don't like that language. I'm not sure that's okay. Yeah, but and, and being completely honest, probably for a few years after that, I might, I would have also, well, not probably, I did for a few years after that, I was also using language, racial language, right, mm. for comedic mm. effect. That I look back now and I'm ashamed. I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm getting, I can feel mm. the shame coming mm. up in my chest. Um, and and, and Is this like in the early days when you were doing like you know when we were like in our twenties. No, 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 not 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 then, uh, not as far as then. But oh. I would certainly say in my early to mid teens, um, uh, I would use I would um, I've got to be so careful, Hassel, because I know that the newspapers are listening, and if I say oh, something, they'll aren't go they always? Crazy. But, but aren't you aren't you aren't you interested? All of a sudden, have you noticed it? I know. I don't know. I, I, I know. It's hilarious. I go. On, I wonder what I'm going to screw up tomorrow. But, I know. I'm like he's a normal bloke. What I know. <laughs> um, but they, I see what they're waiting for me to crack. They're waiting for me to go nuts. That's what they want. Anyway, but in, in my in my teens, in my early to mid teens, I would have used um, language. I did use language, racial. Mm. Language that horrifies me now, yeah. And um, it was to get a laugh, and it was you know to be shocking, and 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 probably to to annoy people, and um, uh, and I'm ashamed of it, and I'm ashamed of it. But but we are works in progress, you know. And um, we I'm... are. But don't you think that if social media was around when we were children? Oh God, you would have been in way more trouble. Now, I, may, I wouldn't have. I would never have, have a career. Been... I'd never. If, if so, I'd, I'd worry for my kids. With with Twitter and Facebook because all they've got to do is you know make one bad one joke, little thing one and it'll come back to bite them on the phrase bum. one thing badly that's you know it. be 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 mean or nasty once mm. and that's them screwed that that is when we were remember that when we were kids or we were told if you do that again that will go on your permanent record and then we yeah, found out yeah, there's no totally. permanent record there <laughs> is now there is a permanent record and there it's, it's record. Twitter and it's Facebook and it's online it's permanent. <laughs> However, Ian, yes. you and I both know it does depend on who you are. Yeah, yeah. Because there are very many high-profile people who say very inappropriate things, and that's absolutely fine, apparently. So we do have to, you have to make that that dif- um, distinction, is yep. the word, yep. as well, don't you? Yeah. Anyway, I'm probably boring you now. No, you're not. I've enjoyed it, Hassel. I've enjoyed it. Thank you very much for taking my call. See you later on. Take care. (laughs) Ta-ta. Bless you. Bye. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. It is a show where you can call in about anything. Um, And, you know, the the first 95 minutes have have proved that. 03. The switchboard is empty. 
So now would be a great time to call. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give me a call, we call you back. Anything goes. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. And uh, my Twitter feed really is... Really is... um, It's just full of arseholes. Full of arseholes. There's some nice people. There are some nice people there as well, guys. Let's Let's not forget the nice people. 0344... 499-1000 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I do... My life now, I, I'm constantly wondering, well, what's the next thing I'm going to screw up? You know, I've been doing this job for 20 years. 20 years this year, the 11 o'clock show um, started. And um, no one's been interested in anything I've ever said for 20 years. No, no one's never, never, never been in a newspaper. No one's ever been interested. And now, um, <laughs> now everyone's, you know, the same... Say interest, you know, not massively. It's mainly online stuff. I don't. I doubt the Jim Davis and stuff will get in the papers tomorrow. But um, uh, you know, and I have found myself on this show slightly holding back on what I share. Um, let's go to Duh. Good evening, Duh. No, that's my last name. I don't know why they asked for my last name. Well, well, thanks for listening to the show this evening. But, hello, Ian. Um, can I share? I wanted to share something with you that I found interesting. Because um, if I give you four options, so males, hang on, I should probably preface this. So I'm going to talk about um, average flow rate of urine. So for males, ages 14 to 45, it's 21 milliliters per second. And then ages 46 to 65, it drops off to 12 millilitres per second. And then as you get older, 66 to 80, it's 9 millilitres per second. Uh, for females, for, for 14 to 45, it's 18 millilitres per second. Guess how much it is for 46 to 65? I've, I've literally no idea. It's 18 millilitres per second. Right. Guess how much for 66 to 80? I don't, I don't know. 18 millilitres per second. Wowzers. What do you... Do you, do you not think that's mad? Um, I, I've, I've, why, why are you so obsessed with urine? Um, uh, I'm not obsessed with urine. Well, you've, you, you, you've spoken more about urine than anyone I've ever met before. Well, in, in the... In, it's a very small sample size, though. Okay. I've only been speaking for about a minute. Okay. Um, I don't know how I don't know how I'm supposed to deal with this information. Do you not think? Do you not think the drop off for men is like just very rapid? What well, is it to do with the prostate? I'm not sure. I just I'm, I'm just well, trying well, to get well, me well, here. Hang on a minute. So you didn't? You've got these stats, right? And yeah. you've got a computer. I'm guessing. No, I, wrote, I was looking them up on my phone and I wrote them down. Right, OK, well, a my... phone is a computer. I hate to break yeah. it to you. Um, yeah. And it didn't occur to you to then take the next step and, and investigate why there was such a huge drop-off in um, urine flow 
in old men, and while there was a constant steady stream of uh, steaming piss from women throughout their lives. No, I just thought, no. um, just like, what's the word? Uh, pontificate on it. Okay, go on then, pontificate away. Okay. Um, well, I was thinking, yeah, obviously, with a man, yeah. um, the uh, the whole the um, from which the urine um, exudes is one hole. Well, it's, it's obviously it's one hole for a woman as well, yes. I think. But it's uh, it's smaller for a man, right? And so it's more concentrated. So I was thinking. Because I think the the average yeah the, well, the the woman's the woman's urine, urinary hole it it stays the same size throughout their life and so does the man's urinary hole stay the same size so why would that have any impact? Um, well, the um, the, the female is bigger, I would imagine. So I thought it oh. would be. Well, so but but the size it doesn't matter whether it's bigger or not. It's the size. You're questioning why men's stream drops off over time and women stays constant, yeah? Yeah. So yes, the sizes well the sizes are relevant. The men's hole and the tippy tip of his winky wink um, that doesn't get smaller. No, 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 no. I I agree with that. But if you think of like a bottleneck, if you think of the men's um, urinary hole as a bottleneck situation. But, but but as as you get older, the um, liquid passing through the bottleneck is slower. Why? Than... Well, that's the question. Yeah. Well, that we know that's the case. So what's the so so? Well, no, I mean it's just it's like it's just not as my dick doesn't. It's like not as bottleneck. able to get. It's not as able to get about. It's just it's just huh? like if you if you um, it's just slower pace of life, isn't it? What, so you're saying because older men like pottering around in the garden, they wee slower? Uh, well, my, I don't. Well, they might not want. They might not potter around. It's just it doesn't matter what they do. Right. It's just generally slower, isn't it? Yes, I know. You're going, we're going around in circles, boy. The question is why. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. That's why I rung you. Well, I, I, I told you. I think it's to do. With the prostate increasing in size as one gets older, the prostate pushes against the um, the 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 piss tube and yeah. squeezes it, making it harder for the wee wee to come down the. Um, down the the winky, that sounds about right to me. I think we've got it. Yeah, it's uh, it's one theory. Yeah, well, thanks for calling. Um, let's go to Wright. Good evening, Wright. Good evening, Lee. Good evening, Wright. What have you got for us? Uh, right, I wanted to tell you a ghost story, which I tried to tell you last night. Oh, and then um, you bowled it. I had a panic attack. What did you have a panic attack for, man? Um, 
Well, I just thinking about this story because this story uh, involves relatives and stuff, and okay. it kind of all right, you know, all right. a little bit. Well, let's let's have it to so, look nice and calm. I mean, I know that Mark, my youngest was asking if anyone had phoned in with ghost stories, so let's 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 have it nice and calm. Here we go, right? Right. Okay. So um, going back to the middle of two thousand and six. Um, I live up up in the northeast, uh, and my folks live down in the southeast. Uh, so, in the middle of 2006, uh, one Sunday, I had a phone call from uh, my dad's fiance telling me that um, my father had died. So, um, once I got over the initial shock, um, I drove down. Um, to where he lived um, and I stopped over at the house that night Um, my dad had actually um, he'd gone away on a a booze cruise thing with his friends um, and uh, he'd had a nice meal with his friends, had a nice drink uh, and gone to bed and never woke up basically Um, so um, that night um I was sleeping on a sofa bed yeah. in the in the uh, living room. Um, my nan had died not long before when her room was upstairs. That was free, but I didn't like sleeping there because because it had a weird feeling about it. Yeah, strange vibe. Strange vibes, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, my younger brother, who was about eighteen at the time, also lived there. Um, and about one o'clock in the morning. Um, he comes into the room, um, wires a sheet with his quilt and his pillows. Uh, I says, what's the matter? And he says, uh, Tony, can I uh, come down uh, and sleep down here because I've just seen Dad uh, sitting in my chair in my room. You're right. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah. This is some um, story, man. I'm loving this. I'm I'm sorry for the loss um, of your dad, obviously, but this is a great yeah. story. Well, I mean, it was the, the saddest thing about it. It was just so sudden, and he died while he was in France, and it took ages to get him back. Yeah, and everything else. I bet, I bet. Um, and he'd had bone marrow cancer, and he'd fought that off. Uh, but obviously, his heart was weakened, and uh, that was that. So that wasn't quite the end of the story. Um, so, uh, yeah, my brother slept in, in the same room as me that night. Um, the next night, he went off elsewhere with his friends, um, doing what kids do, I suppose. Um, and uh, I was, again, sleeping in the sofa, in the sofa bed in the living room. And it was probably about the same time, about 1 o'clock. Um, I woke up suddenly. Um, I could feel like there was someone in the room. Uh, and this is going to sound silly, but uh, someone or something blew a massive raspberry in my ear. Uh, and I, I, there was no one there. Um, but uh, I was talking with uh, my dad's fiance and uh, my brother the next day. Blew a raspberry in your ear? Yeah, but that was just like the sort of thing my dad would do. Okay, yeah, Spooky Raspberries. Great name for a band, guys, the Spooky Raspberries. Sorry, go on. So that, that's basically the story. Um, nothing else really happened after that, but it was just um, 
<laughs> you know, my brother swore blind that he'd seen my dad sitting yeah. in his chair smiling. Yeah. Um, and then the thing that happened to me afterwards, which, I, I, you know, I might have been dreaming it or something, I don't know, but it was, it was very strange. Yeah. And how did it make you feel as a person? Um, obviously, you know, we were all really upset at the time, but I think we all took a little bit of comfort from it as well. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do know what you mean, and that's great. That's really good news. And that's, and that's, I'm glad that you were able to get something like that out of it. Right, I'm glad mm. you called us, and told, called us and told us that. I shall tell my boy, it'll freak him out. Got some bad news, guys. Matt Sweeby's not enjoying the show. Uh, Matt Sweeby is on Twitter. Ian Lee is normally really good, but for some reason it's well below par tonight. That's your fault, Hayley, obviously. Um, Matt Sweeby, uh, do you know what? Hang on a second. Let's go to Perridge. Hang on. Perridge? Hello, Lee. How are we going to up the, our game for Sweeby? Sweeby's right. not enjoying the show tonight. It's, it's below par. Right. I want to talk about time travel movies. Oh, come on! Come on, Sweeby! This is this is above par now. This is above. This is well above par now. Yes, yes, Perridge. Let's do this. Let's put Sweeby right, in Lee. his place. Yes, <clears throat> right, Lee. Yeah. Some time ago, I phoned you when I was watching the final countdown. Yeah, the one um, with um, where it's on a warship and they go back to the yeah, Second World yeah. War. Yes. And I was I was laying in tonight and I was thinking. It reminded me of another movie. I can't think of what it is. Yeah. It's the same sort, of, but it was America against Japan. Yeah. And all I remember about it is there was an American helicopter uh, going, I don't know if it's Japan or whatever, and the Japanese warriors were flying arrows at it, and they, the Americans lose. Basically, it's, it's pretty right. The Americans lose. Right, yep. Uh, yep. How long, how long, hang on a second, because you're talking to the master of time travel movies. How long ago did right. you see this film? Uh, probably back in the 80s. Yeah, you've, rem- you've remembered it wrong. It wasn't the American army. It was the Japanese army. Right. It was the Japanese army. Go back to the days of the samurai. It is a great film. It stars a guy called Sonny Chiba. And right. it, has, it has two names. The name that I saw it under was Time Slip. Time Slip, right. Okay. It also ha- goes under the name of G.I. Samurai. That sounds familiar. And it is. It's a little bit too long, but it is one of the most nuts, insane, stupid, and wonderful movies ever. A whole Japanese battalion with helicopters and tanks goes back in time. And it's one of those great films where they go, what what happened? Hmm, I don't know. I I think we might have gone through a time slip. Um, And they... (laughs) They fight. Oh, they just accept it. Yeah, they just accept it. I, I, I think we might have gone through a time slip. Oh, well. And then they have Never wicked mind. battles against the samurai. It's a great movie. Oh, thank you for that, mate. Uh, <laughs> it, has been, it has been really in my mind. I'm thinking helicopters, samurais, yeah. shooting arrows. Oh, man. What is it? It's, it's, I wonder if it's on, if you can get it on... Um... Um, hang on a minute. I'm just looking on Amazon to see if you. It's, it's a great film. Time. It's not under there as time slip. Let's try GI Samurai because um, it really. Here we go. GI Samurai. Sonny Chiba. Oh, you telling me there's a box? There's a box set of GI Samurai. It's, it's two and a half hours long. I mean, it's a long old film. Um, You're gonna buy it, aren't you? Yeah, I might do. <laughs> <laughs> I might do. <laughs> 
I might do. I might. Go on. It's, it's, it's expensive. It's. I'll have to look, do a little bit more research on it to see if I can find a cheaper version because it's it's about thirteen quid. Um, oh look, there's a box set here. The Sunny Chiba Collection. Sunny Chiba is a great Japanese actor. Um, uh, it's got GI Samurai in there. I mean, uh, GI Samurai. A group of Japanese soldiers find themselves mysteriously transported back in time to the 16th century and become embroiled with the supreme shogun. So, right. Anyway, anyway, that's that's the film you're thinking of, Perridge. Thank you, Lee. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got to up our game because Sweeby says it's below par, guys, and I'm just shouting and thinking that will do it. We'll we'll have a rethink. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're experimenting by just saying our surnames. See if it makes it a little bit more sinister. I was watching something where they were calling each other by their surname. I was listening to something. It was either pictures or sounds or a combination of. And uh, they were using surnames. And I thought, that sounds like fun. It's been a strange old day. What with Twitter and Jim Davidson. And um, uh, <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm doing Good Morning Britain tomorrow again. I think just once at 6.50 tomorrow. Um, and I love doing it. And Susanna Reid is just the nicest person. And we we don't get... Like, you literally go on set while the adverts are on. And you get two minutes and she just always has a chat. And says, how are you doing? Worry about you and Twitter and stuff like that. And um, then you do it. And then, then, I, I, then I go. And tomorrow I'm, I'm filming all day tomorrow. So it's a long old day. And I'm going to get two and a half hours sleep. So tomorrow's show, I warn you now, could be ragged. Could be absolutely ragged. Hey, I'll tell you what we'll do. This is what we'll do tomorrow. Um, we'll do... Um, mm, mm, mm. Uh, we'll do Call Straight to Air, shall we? For three hours. Should we do that tomorrow night? For, from 10 o'clock tomorrow night, we'll do um, Calls uh, Straight to Air. So let's we'll, we'll have a little think about what you might want to do and spread the word. Spread the word, guys. Um, but 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you uh, want to give us a call this evening, you'd be very welcome. You are welcome to call in about absolutely anything you want. We've talked about toothpaste. We had Scott Balcony on as a, the mayor of Uxbridge on as a guest. Um, let's check Scott's... Um, let's check um, Scott's uh, survey as to whether people um, rinse their mouth after brushing their teeth or whether they just let the toothpaste do its magic. We go to At Balcony Shirts and um, we'll have a little look. Um, uh, (laughs) He's had nearly 2,500 votes. 55% rinse um and 45% use their magic. So do go and have a vote. Do go and have your say on that uh put thing ever um and do, do whatever you want to do. Um 
should we do for the last hour? What do we do for the last hour? Oh, I'll tell you what. We'll do this story in... Um, it's in the mail, right? This is, this is... This is... And I like animals, okay? I like, I like them as pets, particularly the cats. And I like them... I do like eating them. I was a vegetarian for 26 years, and then I'm, I'm not a vegetarian anymore. I like eating meat. I do like a good bit of meat. Um, so, here we go. Bravery Prize for knifed police dog that nearly died in the line of duty. I don't think that animals can display bravery, can they? I don't think they can display bravery. Because for for something to be to be brave, let's get let's get philosophical, man. Let's get heavy, right? For someone to do something brave, either a certain part of their brain has to shut down. Okay, the bit that tells them what they're doing is dangerous shuts down, or is overpowered, and they just get on and um, do it. Or a conversation has to happen in their brain where they go, "Look, doing what you're about to do is really stupid and probably very, very dangerous." Um, if you do it, that's quite bright. And I don't think animals um, have the same capacity to think like that, do they? No. Animals are, are, are stupid, aren't they? His bravery saved the life of his police handler and captured the hearts of the nation. Uh, and then there's a picture of this dog. There's a picture of this dog. Now Finn, an eight-year-old German shepherd. When did we stop calling them Alsatians? Those, that, that's an Alsatian. But wh- when did they become German shepherds? Is there a difference? Is to be presented with the PDSA gold medal. The animal's George Cross for tackling a teenager wielding a combat knife. The police dog was left with near-fatal injuries after he was stabbed repeatedly by the 16-year-old thug, who also wounded his handler, PC Dave Wardle. Finn tackled... The... So he's a, he's a scumbag, this guy. He's a scumbag. There's no, um, there's no de- denying that. The fatal dog was left with... N- the, the police dog was left with near-fatal injuries. Uh, Finn tackled the armed robbery suspect as he tried to escape over a fence in Stevenage, Hertfordshire, October 2016. PC Wardle recalled, In a split second, I saw the man lunge at Finn's side with a weapon. As he pulled away, I saw a 10-inch blade covered in Finn's blood. I mean, that's a rotten thing to do. I'm not in any way endorsing the... um, the, the the stabbing of dogs. Okay, that is a that is a bad thing to do, right? And this kid is an absolute idiot for doing it. Um, as he pulled away, I saw the thing. The man then lunged at me with the blade, but Finn, despite being seriously hurt, grabbed hold and stopped him from landing a fatal blow. My hand was cut in the struggle. Hang a minute, the, 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 the dog jumped in to save the fella. Why didn't the fella jump in to save the dog? I'm teasing, of course. These two, I mean, obviously the copper's a hero. 
My hand was cut in the struggle and Finn's head was sliced open. Despite, despite suffering two serious stab wounds and a punctured lung, Finn kept hold of the suspect, allowing PC Wardle to wrestle him to the ground. Luckily, the knife had missed Finn's heart and he made an extraordinary recovery. He was back on duty within three months, although he's now retired, Lyway. His heroism has inspired a campaign for better protection for police animals. Oh, I've seen this guy. I've seen this guy. This guy's been on telly. This this is genuinely an interesting story. The thing I question is whether a dog can actually be brave. 03444991000. I've seen this campaign. While the teenager attacker, who cannot be named for legal reasons, was convicted of causing actual bodily harm to the copper for stabbing the dog, he was found guilty only of criminal damage. He was sentenced to a mere four months in custody, which is, uh, you know, that sounds... I don't want to get all uh, Ferrari on your ass, but it sounds a little bit lame, doesn't it? Uh, and then it goes on. They want to have a petition that if you attack a, a working animal, then you get it gets treated the same as if it was good. All right, fair that's, that's all very noble. That's all very good, and I agree with that. But can a dog really be brave? A brave dog? That doesn't sound to me like it, it's um, the, the animals have the capacity for bravery. Do they? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Even Vaughan. Hiya, mate. How are you doing? Is that your first name or your last name? It's my... Oh, sorry. It's Norman. Right, is is Norman your first... Idiots that have got two first names. Is Norman your first name or your last name? It's my third name. Out of how many? Out of how many? Three. Okay, so Norman, we're going to say... We're going to say Norman. Yes, Lee. Okay, Norman. Um, animals can't be brave, no. No, go on. Well, bravery is a human uh, act, isn't it? So therefore, we're we're putting bravery onto the dog. But it's an amazing. They're amazing animals. What dogs? They're amazing animals. Why that? Well, yeah, well, 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 dogs. well. Why do we call them German shepherds and not Alsatians? What happened there? Because um, didn't you hear about? The problem with uh, the Alsatian breed. No, no. Did I miss a meeting? Did I miss a no, meeting, Norman? There was, there, was a, there was a problem with um, genetics, and the Alsatian breed died out in the Shut 1970s. Up. Shut up, man! Yeah. Shut yeah. up. Why are you? Is, ger- this a, is this a prank call? No. A German Shepherd is a completely different breed. To they the look exactly. They look exactly the same. Well, you know, I, I, and I, my friend you know, had an Alsatian in the early eighties. It was. Uh, yeah, it was a German Shepherd. No, it was. No, he wasn't. He was. Um, he was English, and he was only about eleven. I don't know what he, he ended up doing <laughs> as a career. Yeah, come on, guys, Yay. come on, and Sweeby and Sweeby thinks this show is below par tonight. Come on, Sweeby. What happened? Um, I missed today, but did you steal Jim Davison's strawberries or something? What was what was all that about? Uh, <laughs> uh, I was a little bit. Me- I maybe I was mean. Okay, I was a little bit mean, but I did. I was on Good right. Morning Britain, and I didn't read out Jim Davidson's tribute to Jim Bowen. And right. uh, since then, I've been called a C word, an F word, a W word, an S word. I've had comments about my marriage, comments about being Ooh. a junkie. 
Um, that, that my favourite comment was your, your your wife dodged a bullet. And I was thinking, well, at least my wife dodged. Um, you, you can make get your own make finish the joke there yeah, yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, and um, yeah, it, it's it's been. But 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 here's the thing. Today I've, I've been on good form and I've been laughing at all of the messages that were sent to me. All of them were hilarious, and it was it's been very. And, and I've I've also here we go. It's what literally one's come in, Norman, as I'm talking to you, from okay. um, from a Kent-based photographer, Mark Sparksy. <laughs> Mark Sparksy, twenty-eight. You're a c-word. Wow. Yeah, I know, and um, and it's brilliant. Um, all because I didn't read out Jim Bowen's tri- uh, Jim Davidson's tribute to Jim Bowen on on Good Morning Britain. Um, and I've, I've since, in the last few hours, I've since reached out, as the Americans say, to Jim Davidson. Um, and, apo- right. and I've apologised. I've apologised on Twitter, on a public forum. Yeah, no, but I mean, if, you, if you've had experience of working with someone and or you've got friends yeah. who've worked with someone yeah. and, you, and you suddenly see that name appear, yeah. it's going to be difficult. You know, it, it is difficult just to read out exactly what they're going to say without thinking, why am I promoting this guy? Yeah. In hindsight, it was, an, it was, a, it was a tribute to, to the lovely Jim Boyne. Yep. Yep. You know, but, I mean, really, you don't deserve... Uh, no, sort of what I should have done, and people say it was disrespectful to Jim Bowen, and that certainly wasn't my intention, because I met Jim once and he was lovely to me, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's all I can go by is what, how people are to yeah, me. Yeah, of course you um, are. And, um, uh, you, you know, what I should have... I should have read it before and said, you know what, can we take that one out of the middle, please? I don't want to do that. Yeah. Because I do yeah. know someone who worked with, with Davidson in the 90s and it was not a very pleasant experience for them, you know. Uh, and um, Well, I think, there's, I think there's been other anecdotes by other people. But, of course, you're not... There, it's not like you're in a production meeting and you're sat there for hours debating because you, like you said, you come in on set for a couple of minutes, do your bit, and yeah. then you're off again. So it's difficult for you. Yeah, to but I did start. have the, I did have the, I could have said, can we take the one out? And like, right, but enough. here's here's my problem, Norman, and this has always been my problem. Uh, uh, I, I get, I get, um, thank you. I get an adrenaline rush. And once I get the adrenaline rush, like, just, you know, words fall out of my mouth. And, and you know, I have to take responsibility for those words because it's my mouth. Um, and, yeah. ma- and it was, what, what I did was, was mean. And that's why I apologise I apologize to Davidson. Well, that's, that, that's the, you did the right thing and, you know, people should recognise that. What I don't understand is, why do these f- people feel the need to defend Jim Davidson? No, well, yeah. One of the most acerbic you know, uh, uh, quick-witted comedians, you might say, who's, who's quite able to defend himself quite readily with the odd word or two. Why does he need this army well, of... Here's what he said to me. Gammons. Gammons. He sent me a tweet going... He sent a tweet saying, so some tit called Ian Lee refused nice. to read out my tribute to Jim Bowen and Good Morning Britain. Right? Yeah. And then he... Then he... Mm, then I messaged him about, and he messaged me back saying, "Oh, you're that, you're that strawberry thief. I'm glad you don't like me. Good luck." And then he blocked me, blocked me instantly, so I couldn't reply. But I did reply saying, "Oh, you're that bloke that does the chalky voice." Uh, and it got, you know, it was yeah. it was handbags at dawn, you know. But I was surprised so, he blocked me. So I was so surprised he was a snowflake. Jim Davidson is a snowflake. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a snowflake, and a lot of his followers are snowflakes. But, but listen, I, you know, and I, 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 in the apology, I said, "Look, Jim, I don't like, I don't 
like you, you know, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. what I did was unprofessional, and yeah. um, and it was rude, and it was mean, and I'm I'm sorry that you know if you I don't know how close you were to Jim Bowen, but I'm sorry a mate of yours died. And yeah, I, I apologise. Yeah. And I apologise. And, and that that was big because you could have continued it, and it's not worth it in the end. Yeah, I got a good apology today. Um, I'll go on from whom? From Mr. Noel Edmonds. Shut the front door, really? Oh, yeah. Right, yes. for those yes, who don't indeed. know, Norman is um, the crybaby libtard who's got cancer, <laughs> and it's his fault. It's your fault you've got cancer because you're so negative. Is that what Noel Edmonds, what, what Edmonds said to you? Yeah, he said I should look at the negative energy that causes disease, true. which in my case was cancer. This is absolutely true. And it was when Edwards was talking about his true. cancer box, and he he, he, he singled you, you out and um, yeah. uh, he said, yeah, the cancer was your fault. Um, and he's apologised to you. I got a... I, got a, um, I did a bit of uh, local radio today, and yeah. they were very... I did it yesterday, actually, mainly on the back of the Vic and Bob thing sorry. I did. Sorry, uh, sorry? You know Huh? You know, I did the. I was on the Vic and Bob show at Christmas. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> no, what? Oh. You know, I was oh. on the Vic and Bob show. But anyway, yes, you were. Um, you were Rod you Stewart know, on Vic know, and Bob. Just because was, this is absolutely true, right, guys? Dreams, absolutely. dreams can come true. We've never addressed this. Norman yeah. was um, was phoned up this show, like being a absolutely. pain in the ass. Yeah, and Bob Mortimer um, was listening, and Bob Mortimer emailed in saying that that Norman, um, would you mind if you, <laughs> you know if you check with him? But could I have his details? And you ended up being Rod Stewart on the Big Night Out. I did, yeah. How I nuts was that, man? Yeah, I was so and, proud of uh, you. I as you it was brilliant. As you know, as you know, I have thanked you previously. Not financially, you not 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 financially. With words, yeah, uh, but not not. Financially, but that's cool. That's you fine. did you did say something about reaching around a fiver or something, but I wasn't. What? I'm not really quite sure what all that was about. But yes, yes so I did this <laughs> local radio interview yesterday. Yes, and um, at, uh, up here in t- northeast, and um, what the what the station did quite cleverly was they sent a, a transcript of the pertinent section to Noel Edmonds' management. Yeah. And obviously they wanted a reaction, or they gave him a right to reply. Yeah. And he he still maintains that this magic box, you know, he's changed his tune. He's gone from because the phrase he used was tackles cancer. Yeah. Now, as you know, everyone knows when you use the word tackles, like domestic tackles all known germs. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. It, tackles means kills or cures. We all yeah, know that. Yeah, of course it does. Tackles is, is but, kills or cures. But. In ni- there's an there's an actually uh, an act of parliament called the 1939 Cancer you, Act. You're not allowed prevent- to come out with quack um, things exactly. and say they cure cancer. It's a strange act, so, but yeah. So what annoyed me at the time was he yeah. said, "Oh, this box is proven to tackle cancer." So he, he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. So he still maintains that he was referring to being positive. Well. Ian, you know me well enough, I'm assuming, that I'm a fairly positive guy, really. Yeah. Um, You know, and I've I've dealt with the cancer for the last 10 years pretty positively, so I was pretty peed off when he he mentioned that I was negative. So anyway, so he sent it off, and he still maintains that this box can help you with all sorts, stay young, you know, uh, help you with everything. I don't know. There's There's been no clinical trials of it, so you don't know. Well, but at the end of it, at the end of it, he said, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we do know. <laughs> but at the end of it, he did say, I offer, uh, you know, full and frank apology to Mr. No- to Norman. To Norman. Did he really? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I thought Good so. for I him. Thought, I, I thought, and he didn't have to, and he could have, I mean, because he was on Victoria, what, what brought it all bubbling back to the surface was that he was on Victoria Derbyshire. Yeah. The other day, and, he, and of course, Victoria herself um, had cancer treatment. Yeah, did, did she? So now, she did, had, remind me, did she? Did she get cured with the magic box or by using traditional no, science and medicine? She went down the strange route I did of going to the hospital right. and having oncologists, <laughs> doctors, <laughs> <laughs> treatments that have actually yeah. been peer reviewed yeah. in clinical trials and been proven to cure people. Wow! She went down that wacky route. These these celebrities, anyway, yeah. So she she doubled down on the question. You know, do you think it was fair asking this cancer survivor? Yeah. Um, which I don't like the word, but I'll get, let that slip. But she said. Um, you know, is it fair? And he said, yeah, it was fair. It was a fair question. I don't, you know, it was basically, I don't care. I don't, you know, it was a long time ago. I'm not bothered now. Yeah. So that's what bubbled it up again. And of course you get loads, then that resurfaces. So I tweeted something last, yesterday that went, I think it was retweeted 360,000 times or something, or it got 360,000 views, which is, as you know, the, the level of my tweet. I don't get that normally, no. as you know. But uh, yeah, so I got I got a nice, a long and somewhat mealy mouth apology. But at the end of it, there was an apology. So okay, um, do you still want to go and murder him with me? No, no. no? Okay, that that's, no. that weekend's off, is it? Okay, fine. Uh, what I would do if you could just send send a video. Yeah. And that'll do me. I'm right. not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Honestly, seriously, I, I, he's he's not. He's not a bad lad. He's obviously in a place that yeah. that's not not good for him. But anyway, uh, Norman, I'm going to cut so, you off now. Yeah. There we go. He's gone. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Evening, Rogerson. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, thank you, Rogerson. What you got for us tonight? I got here. Am I on? Am I online now? Yeah, we're on the radio. Oh, cool. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know if it was the guy. You thought if it was if it was the girl who asked the question, it's me. Yeah, I know your voice just sounded just sounded different. That's all. Shut up, man! What are you talking Never mind. about? Never mind. Huh? Anyway, anyway, yes. Uh, yes. I was just ringing up because uh, uh, I've just seen that Danny Boyle, the director, has oh, announced yeah. that How's he's. He yeah, apparently he's doing the next Bond, Bond 25. Oh, is that happening? I heard that was the, that was the rumour. Yeah, and then uh, Daniel Craig's obviously signed on for one more film. Yeah. So I just wanted to ring up and ask you what your thoughts on who the next... who would be a good choice for the next James Bond. Um... Uh... uh I, d- um, I don't really know actors. I don't really know any young, good-looking... Physical, um, the Rock. The Rock. The nah, Rock. I, can't the, see the I, can't rock. See I know it won't happen, but the Rock would be a wicked. I like. I like the Rock. I think he's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Who? Do, who do you reckon, Rogerson? I don't, I don't really like James Bond. I just, I just wanted to know. You said you wanted people to bring up and. Make your show interesting, so I just wanted to know who uh, well, you thought it would be with James Bond. You haven't done that, but. 
Why would you phone up about something you're not interested in? That's an odd, that's an unusual, it's an unusual technique for phoning radio and, and conversation in general. Yeah, I just thought I'd try some new, some new conversation techniques. Okay. Talk about things, talk about things you're not interested in. <laughs> and then... I once, Rogerson, I once tried um, a new dating technique, right? And there was a girl I, I really didn't like uh, when I was at college. She was about 20, something like that. I was 20. She was a little bit older. I really didn't like her. But then I found out that she really fancied me, right? And I thought, hmm, I wonder if it would work going out with someone that you don't actually like. And part of me thought this would make... Um, this would, like, make, like, a really sexy, you know, really sexy relationship. Yeah. And you, you may be surprised to hear that it didn't work and it was a disaster. That sounds... I can't believe that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was horrendous. Absolutely you, horrendous. Just have nothing in common whatsoever. No, I didn't like her. Um, and didn't fancy her. And, um, yeah, d- you know, it lasted about three weeks. It was horrible. Yeah. Did you like James Bond? I didn't ask her about James Bond. I didn't ask her no. about James Bond, actually. Um, but if I ever see her again, I've not seen her for 20-odd years, but if I ever see her again, Rogerson, I'll certainly ask her. I mean, even though you don't... Even though you don't like James Bond, who is your favourite... And I use that term very loosely. Who is your favourite James Bond, bearing in mind you dislike the entire franchise? Uh, Roger Moore was all right, I suppose. Yeah, but 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 bit, still rubbish. Yeah, well, I suppose it's not that bad. It's just it's not the greatest franchise. Oh, okay. uh, but he was sort of the only English one. Sorry, I mean to, well, Thomas Dalton. Is it Thomas Dalton? Thomas Dalton. Thomothy Bolton. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was all right, I suppose. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks for your uh, your input on the James Bond subject. I hope you en- you enjoy the rest of your show. <laughs> oh, thank you, Rogerson. Good evening, Hawk. Hello, Lee. Hello, Hawk. What you got for us? Um, I'm just ringing up to do the um, Alsatian German Shepherd. Sorry. To clarify. Okay, the clarification. I'm glad you added that word at yeah. the end. Yes. Okay. Um, basically, it's the same breed. Right. They was originally called a German Shepherd because they originate from Germany. Yeah. They was brought over here, and there was a bit of a hoo-ha between us and Germany. Can't remember exactly what happened, but because of that... Well, was it World War Two? I'm not quite sure. I can't remember if it was around that time or whether it was afterwards that okay. they changed the name to Alsatian yes. because of us having a bit of a to-do with Germany. Yes. Um, so they changed the name from German Shepherd to Alsatian... And then when everything blew over and everything was OK again, they started calling them German Shepherd again. Right. So, OK, so when... Whoever it was who said that, um... That the Alsatian died, died, died out... Died out in no. the 70s? No. What a... It's, it's basically the same breed. It's just that some are short-haired and some are long-haired. And people try saying that the long-haired are German Shepherds and the short-haired are Halsatians, but they're not. They're both the same breed. It's just sometimes they come out long-haired, sometimes they come out short-haired. 
Right. Well, thank you very much indeed, Hawk. Um, I appreciate that clarification, and apologies to anyone that was offended when uh, by thinking that an, an entire breed had died out in the nineteen seventies. <laughs> what a stupid thing You're to say. No, my mum my used to breed them, so oh. I was quite up to you know with, with things like that with with, with oh. the breed and stuff. So well, nice one, Hawk. Thank you very much. No worries. You're welcome. Good evening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone. Uh, uh, number one, yes, uh, the, the telephone number. Uh, yes, people on uh, Twitter excited to uh, be reminded of Timothy Bolton, um, perhaps one of the forgotten James Bonds. Um, you call in about anything you want. Last half hour of the show, Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Um, can we kind of get into a bit of a? Can we kind of uh, we kind of get into a bit of a laid back kind of vibe? The last forty five minutes of the show. Oh, here we go. Callous fans of Sir Ken Dodd, be careful what you say, Ian. You don't want to be in the papers again. Were accused last night of cashing in on his death by selling signed memorabilia. Well, that happens whenever someone dies. Whenever someone dies, Amazon do it. They put the prices up of the greatest hits or the DVDs. And stuff goes on eBay. Uh, and people want to buy it, so they'll pay more. You know, people want to buy it. Um, friends and family are said to be devastated after mementos of the comedy legend went up for auction moments after his death, death was announced. Hundreds of items, including rare merchandise, autograph photos and tour props, are listed on eBay for up to 280 quid. Um, a disgusted friend of Doddy at a at a... Book of Condolence event in New Brighton, Merseyside, said, It's terrible these sick people are trying to cash in on a man's death. The items were practically listed within seconds of his passing. Ken's family and friends are devastated that so many people would flog their memories of him. Well, yeah, I get it. I get that. And the uh, the speed at which these things go up. I remember I remember when um, David Jones of the Monkeys died, and I remember looking at something on on Amazon and th- on eBay and thinking, "Oh, flipping heck, that's gone up! That like doubled the price." Glenn Campbell, when Glenn Campbell died, right, his new album Adios, or his last album Adios, you could get it for seven ninety nine, and the day he died, it went up to like twelve ninety nine. If I I guess. If we live, you know, in a capitalist society and, uh, you know, that's how capitalism works, you know, there's no chance of there being any new signed Ken Dodd stuff. So it goes on and it goes, gets a higher price. You know, there was a renewed interest in Glen Campbell when he died, as there always were famous people when they die. People go, oh, flipping heck. Glenn Campbell, God, I remember him. Let me have I wonder, let me have a little look online. Oh, he had an album out last year. I buy that. Oh, flipping heck, Ken Dodds died. I, oh, I used to love him. Let's have a little look on eBay. Oh, I wouldn't mind a signpost. You know, that's kind of how it works. But I can understand why, how it would be upsetting to the family, of course. The most expensive item is an, a, an antique glove puppet of the star on sale for 280 quid. Should we have a little look? Let's have a little look at this um, eBay. Let's have a little look. 
Ken Dodd glove puppet. Let's see what let's, let's see what this is going for here. Um, oh, it's a buy it now. Uh, rare antiques of Ken Dodd glove puppet of himself, not Dicky. Mint. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's four hundred. It's five hundred Australian dollars. Um, so uh, yeah, that's whatever that is. Um, but then, but then there's another one for forty quid. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, a signed framed photo is offered for ninety nine ninety nine, and an autograph Ken Dodd and the Diddy Men LP is one hundred and sixty five. So Ken Dodd who had a number one hit in 1965 with his song Tears for Souvenirs. Died age 90 on Sunday at his Liverpool home after suffering a chest infection. The rush to cash in on his death is not the first time a celebrity passing has been exploited on eBay uh, by so-called fans. It happens all the time, man. All the time. The order of service from Graham Taylor's funeral. Graham Taylor died? The football manager died? Uh, went on sale hours after the former, former England manager was laid to rest. Sellers were also criticised for trying to flog Peaches Geldof's dresses minutes after her death was announced in 2014. Uh, oh, man. It's, it's what happens, isn't it? Um, Canford. Tim Hansford. Well, it says, Canf- says Canford. <laughs> Hansford, H-A-N-S-F-O-R-D. Well, I can only apologise for <laughs> the right. shoddy service you've had. Ha- Hansford? Yeah, Hansford, yeah. OK. Hello, Hansford. What have you got for us? Yeah, I was just ringing about the Ken Dodd situation, like, where the family and everyone are complaining about everything. Yeah. But if you think about it, what they need to understand is when people are selling all this stuff for so much money, that's yes. because... He is so popular. So they need to understand, like, it... Well, they don't need to understand. Like, they need to think to themselves, he was that popular, he was that thought of, that that's why everything is going for so much money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But that, um... That... Sorry, someone's just... I'm just, I'm just slightly <laughs> distracted, Hansford. Someone's just, just tweeted, why are you... GMB, why are you using Ian Lee? Um, there's something very fishy about him. It'll come out in the wash. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think she's implying I'm a paedophile. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, well, um, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and that, you know, that's a nice thing to remember, that people loved him and stuff like that. But I can also understand... I can understand yeah. why they're upset. But, but that's, that's... Unfortunately, or fortunately, or whatever, that's how... That's how it works, man. That's how it, that's how it yeah, works. Yeah, that's how it works. It's like when we had... Princey, Princey William and that, the, the wedding and that. Um, yes. It was uh, like merchandise sold for that, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, well, they're, they're always, well, I, I was, I was, I was in Windsor today and opposite the, the Windsor Castle, there was, um, there was a, a really beautiful t-shirt with a picture of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And, yeah. um, in a, in a shape of a heart, um, with the date of their wedding on, and I thought, gosh, that's exactly what. Imagine having pictures of you. Um... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, 
imagine that, that to me that's their privacy being sold. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. well, bore. But 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 we own the royal family. Well, that's what everyone says. Well, we do. No, we do. Do we, we own them or do they own us? <laughs> no, well, they don't. They don't own us now. Maybe five hundred years ago. But we own them because we we you know. God, I'm sounding I'm sounding like a right wing idiot. But we we pay their wages. Well, yeah, that's true. We pay that their wages. We we, we the, everything they've got. You know, is you know, we, we, comes from us. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's getting a bit too deep. Anyway. But nice talking, good, good chat, okay. and it's a brilliant show anyway. Thank you very much indeed. I love it when the, I love it. It's one of my favourite things when the caller has had enough of the conversation. It doesn't happen enough on speech radio. I love it because normally it's that, you know, people come on and they want to chat for ages and the host has to go, well, OK, we're going to move on now, th- cutting you off and not, not, just so I can get other voices on the radio, all that stuff. But when the caller, you know, goes, nah... I'm done. I'm done. No, I've got nothing else. I'm off. I love it. Love it. Thank you for that, Hansford. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 is the telephone number. I keep thinking it's a touchscreen. I'm such a pudding. Um, Ricards? Mr Lee? Yes? So I was just ringing about the uh, the Ken Dodd situation. Yes. Uh, and it's weird because people now will be shelling out money, and this sounds really harsh, and it might be something we've touched on before. People will shell out money now for something. They're going to die at some point. Oh. Their relatives got to get that and think, what is it? Take it to a charity shop. Yes. No return. Oh. So what you're saying is we should uh, imagine no possessions. You know what? In, in a way, I kind of am. God, blimey. But I'm... But I'm, a, I'm me and you... Yep. Oh, sorry, that sounds presumptive, but yes. I I know, I think, that we are the same age. Yeah. And I look at some of my records that are worth 50, 60 quid or whatever, yeah. some Queen records, yep. and I think... Well, well, and obviously I did a health scare, but what's going to happen to it? I'm going to die, and then eventually, yeah. you know, I'll for a long time away. Somebody's just got to get that, take it to the charity shop, get a quid for it. I've got a single that's worth about, that cost me, um, cost me $650. I don't know what that is in pounds. I don't want to know what that is in pounds, right? A single. One single, one seventy-seven-inch, 45 RPM, $650. Um... Uh, and do you know what? I, actually, I don't even know where it is. Ah! But I'm going to make damn sure. Um, I'm going to write my will, and I'm going to make sure that my my most responsible um, uh, son, and I know which one that is, gets my records, and he's not allowed to sell them until he's uh, the age of thirty-five. And he has to get them um, valued by three different valuers, and he has to accept the highest offer. So that's that's the insurance for my records. But that sounds wise, right? And this is not impugning your your lad whatsoever. Yeah. But what what happens if, like, you know, you pass it and he just he just flogs it anyway? I'm not I'm not going to go at him. <laughs> well, he won't be able to. I won't let him. It will be in the will. And I'm also going to write in the will that they can only get their inheritance if they spend the night in a haunted house. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, it's tight. But no one does that anymore. In the, 
like in the 60s and 70s, everyone, well, at least in television programmes, everyone that got a will could only get access to it if they um, spent the night in a haunted house. Well, I'm going to make my boys do that. Even if they're children, even if I die tomorrow and they're six and eight, they've got to spend the night in a haunted house. Yeah, that's just, that's just cruel. But, but, you know, I just, I'm getting to the point now yeah. where uh, it's weird because obviously, you know, same age. Because when you're younger yeah. and, you know, you've got a bit more disposable cash to flash about. Yeah. So you buy these things and then I look at them now and I think, well, I look at records and I'm never going to play it again. And it's nice to have, but I think I might as well flog the, But then, but then the next step yeah. is what do I do with the money? Well, you, you buy... Th- I I would love to have nothing. I would love it. I would love it because I've got too much stuff, and I'm and I'm I'm desperately trying to stop buying stuff. It's it's an addiction. It's totally an addiction. Mm. Um, But I've got too much stuff, and at some point soon, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get all of my things and move them. I'm gonna have to move house at some point soon, right? In the next six months, eight months, year, right? I'm gonna have to move the house, and I'm dreading it. I'm dreading the thought of putting all of these. Things, these knickknacks, these bits of plastic and metal and glass that we we collect around ourselves to try and make our stay on this planet just a little bit more comfortable, and we think that they give us some kind of spiritual connection. And th- when they don't, they're just you know they're, they're just atoms that are collected in a certain shape and a certain colour. And I would love to have nothing, but I just haven't got the balls to do it. I haven't got the balls just to get rid of everything. I, I just feel a bit bad because I, I feel like the last few times I rang it, I've always gone quite uh, a despairing time, and I'm really not. No, no, it's, we, it, we, it's, it, it's getting heavy, man. I love it. It's getting heavy. Well, it's weird. It's just like I said in my mind. No, I've just sort of thought, and like I said, you know what happened before me. I just sort of think, you know, if I if, if the worst happened tomorrow again, yeah, it's like somebody will just like my brother, or whatever. He'll like might be able to value a few things and go, oh, I think I think you like that. I think that's worth something. Yeah. But the rest of it, will be like, oh, I'll take it, talk spam or whatever. I'll just. You know, take it down to the charity shop. And it's like, no! Uh, that's worth, like, loads of money. But anyway. Uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Sorry, man. Nah, don't, don't, don't feel bad, man. I'm, I'm just thinking, right, I'm going to be up at five o'clock and I'm going to get to the hotel about half past one. Can't sleep for an hour or so. So half past two. There's two and a half hours sleep. And also, I won't sleep very well because I'll be worried I haven't set the alarm on my phone. So I'll, I'll keep looking at the, the the clock. Two and a half hours sleep. Probably say something that, to me, is amusing or entertaining or silly on a live television show and be hounded all day by arseholes on, online. Um, and then I'm filming all day. Basically, I'm whinging that I'm doing all right at the moment, and I should, that that is that is um, not gracious of me. So um, I'm so I'm great. Well, no, that's not a, that's not a bad thing for you no. to sort of say. Yeah. If, you know, in my old job, I think I did cushy or whatever. That's yeah. a horrible term, but you know, I had a cushy number or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, things change and things happen, and people are oh, you know, it's, it's all relative, isn't it? To it, it what your it is all relative, but I, I just realised that the, the um, breakdown that the uh, newspapers are waiting for may, may have just happened there, so I'm, I'm reeling it back in. But then on on Saturday, I go to Wales. I'm going to Wales for for eight days um, with some friends. I've, got, you know, I've rented a cottage, Airbnb, the middle of nowhere. I'm taking my PlayStation Four, my Retro Pie, and a stack of books. And karate films, and I'm going to watch films, go for long walks, and um, learn how to play the mandolin. That's that, that's what I'm doing next week. So I'm sorted. 
That's a cracking week. And the uh, the the PlayStation, by the way, I was looking the yeah. other day. Yeah. Because I've not bought a PlayStation. But I'm always one behind console-wise. And my friend was like, oh, you need to get a PS4 and we can do gaming and then and then the VR set. And I was yeah. like, look, but it's like, I didn't realise that it's an extra 300 quid for the VR bit. Oh, the VR like, set no. is, is about 350 quid and it's a great gimmick and it's wonderful and it's fun and it's silly, but it's a gimmick and it won't last and it's certainly not worth the money. So don't get that. Um, get get a second-hand PS4, you know, if you can afford it, from, from mm-hmm. um, Sex or something like that. Do do that, you know, because um, it's a great, it's great. Or get a PS3. No, no, I've got I've got my PS3, but having said that, I've been, I think I've spoke about this maybe at Christmas, I've still been hammering that uh, Super Nintendo thing that they brought out at Christmas yeah. with loads of uh, games that I've just played Donkey Kong all the time, yeah. so it's exactly back to what I was doing in the 90s, right, I'm gonna, grown up. I'm going to cut you off now. No worries. There we go. That was Ricard's. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. I love this surnames thing. I love this surnames thing. Good evening, Squires. Hello, Lee. Hello, Squires. What have you got for us? I love it. I love it. It I... sounds quite cold, doesn't it? It's quite cold doing doing the surname. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't mind. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> I Squires. I just wanted to bring up because your, your last caller, yeah, who was saying you know about his record collection. No, I don't want it to go to a charity shop. Yes. I'm a manager of a charity shop, so I thought I'd ring up and say, oh. please bring your stuff to the charity shop. Oh yeah, and, uh, and, and but that's where it's probably going to end up. I, I, I you know, uh, people are going to bring stuff to charity shop. I don't think that was the kind of key message from Ricards, um, right. but it was more the, um, the the bleakness of these things that we give such value to in both a monetary and a spiritual form, and then when we die, to people around us, they're junk. Yeah, no, no, I totally understand that. Totally, I mean. Just the last three days, I've had people come in, you know, sadly, house clearances, and, yeah. you know, they've just put this stuff in a box and people's collections, and it is sad, but obviously that's great for my shop because, oh. you know, there's some great stuff oh, no, in there. Oh, exactly. you know, no, exactly. In fact, Paul Ross has just yeah. come in. Paul, put your headphones on, because we were just... This, this um, Squires here, we're doing surnames tonight. Squires um, is a manager of a charity shop. And we was, you were saying yesterday or the other day about sometimes when we go into a charity shop and you'll see a load of records by the same artist. Yeah, with a name on them and, or, or a collection of glass kittens or yeah, something. Yeah, and you think, oh, that's someone's nan or, yeah. well, you know why. Someone's life there. Yes, that's someone's life and that's it. Um, so there must be a sadness, Squires, when you get in, you know, you get a good haul, which is, a, you know, for, yeah. for you, yeah. but, um... You know, generally it means someone's died or there's a divorce or something happened. No, no, we get custody of the glass yeah. cats. I've got, I've got two marriages behind me. I always insist on getting the glass cats. Is that what I've got to look forward to? Fantastic. Well, at least there's, there's some light at the end of the tunnel then. Great. Oh. But, but it must be, you, you know, you make, make, you, a lot of your, the stuff you've got is because someone's died, man. Yeah, generally that that is you know you get you, you get you get the regulars that are just having a clear out, but yeah. generally that is that. And I'm obviously I really, you know, I love a rummage through a charity me. shop. I love go I love going through oh. the records. I love going through the DVDs. In I, fact, today I had a result. Yeah, yeah. Go, go on, what you get? Okay, Paul? the most low tech but approved Star Wars item I've ever bought. Yeah, it is from I suspect the early eighties. Yeah, it's a Star Wars Ludo set. Oh. But the only Star Wars thing is it's a proper board. Is they've got Darth Vader, a stormtrooper. 
Yoda and Luke Skywalker on the board. Not even the counters or movement things are anything Star Wars related. Cost me two quid, but why not? Is that is that legit or is that hooky? It, it, no, it is legit because it's got the proper. You wow. Know, so, but it was. Only, but you know, it's not worth anything to anybody but me. I'm going to play yeah. with my grandsons this weekend. But this is the thing: having kids who are six and eight, right? They would go. Wow, Star Wars Ludo, yeah! You see, my grandsons are six and ten. Oh, well, you'd so, exactly, exactly. You know, that would be, they can look at it. And it's just, yeah. what I might do is, though, because the, the counters are all there, but I might, in the end, frame it. Yeah. Because it looks so quite good, good and proper. Yeah. It's proper early 80s. Yeah. It must be early 80s because Yoda's in it. Yeah. Um, Squires, thank you for that. Thank you. Cheers Bye. with this. Ta-ta. I see you fingering my kids in the hall. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a bit post for me, to be honest, but yeah. I'm sure, you know. Uh, the 90s, early, yeah. mid-80s, yeah. early 90s I'm sure Canadian again, my, comedy troupe. My son's mid-30s, so I'm yeah. sure he'd absolutely uh, love We're it, on yeah. Channel 4 in yeah. the 90s. I'm big, I do Although, like of course, the surname thing doesn't really play for you. I mean, we are blessed or cursed with two first names, aren't we? I've always found people Paul and like Ross that. and Ian and Lee. Yeah. You know, never trust us. Um, well... It's like, it's like we're kind of deep undercover with the Bourne conspiracy, aren't we? <laughs> They've got two first names. Never trust them. They've gone Blackberry. What have you got on your show well, this evening? Um, the scarf might be a clue. Oh, yeah. One of my favourites. It's a, I'm not really a football fan, as no. I know you're not particularly. Panathikos FC, a Greek team. But it's also their attempt to kind of pay tribute on almost a Shamrock Day, St. Patrick's oh. Day, which is tomorrow. And throughout the show today, we are crossing live to Beijing, an Irish pub there, Australian yeah. Irish pub, oh. Philadelphia, the oldest pub in Philadelphia, gearing up for St. Yeah. Patrick's Day, and the oldest pub in Dublin. But there are about 38 pubs in Dublin which claim to be Ireland's oldest pub. So we're marking St. Patrick's Day big style. We are also talking the man yeah. who took home a new addition to the family, a Jaguar cub. Now, he is a zoologist. What? It was rejected by his mother. He's rearing oh. in his house with his children a Jaguar cub. Wow. How cool is that? That Greek team, that's not the Greek team where the manager went on with a gun the Sadly other day. not, I don't think. Mr Billionaire with that? a gun on his I mean, that was gunfight at the OK Corral with a kebab thrown in. A penalty was disallowed or something, and so he strode on and he's got a gun in a holster on the back of his trousers. But he's obviously heading for a shooter eventually with someone like Putin or somebody, <laughs> isn't he? You know, it's like, <laughs> surely we want more world leaders armed at the hip, but take away their nuclear if, capability. If... If football managers were allowed weaponry, not guns, let's not get silly, but like nunchuckers, swords, throwing stuff. Well, for, for me, today, it'd be a shillelagh. Oh, exactly. <laughs> if ma- football managers were allowed, you know, blunt weaponry, yeah. I, would, I would watch football for that. I would watch football for that, definitely. <laughs> well, who, whom would they use it on? Their own players, the officials, fans? Whatever they want. <laughs> Whomsoever they want. I think in a parallel universe, yeah. you're running your own sports channel. Oh, mate. Oh, I've Bludgeon got, TV. Remind me to tell you, next week, I tell, we haven't got time now, but I've got, I don't like football, but I know how to make football great. It's a, it's a game I've invented called Double Football. Basically, I tell you, it's a square pitch yep. with goals on every side. This is Ludo, isn't it? you got four teams. <laughs> okay. Right, you've got four teams, and then one team can score in any of the three goals, okay? Right. You've got to defend yours, and then um, random moments, they introduce a second football. That would be a brilliant game. Wouldn't it? That is a, that's like the Battle of the Five Armies at the end of The Hobbit. Double football, you call it super soccer for the Americans, yeah. boom. Uh, Paul That's Ross. your pension fund right there, but make <laughs> sure before your children inherit, they spend the night in a haunted mansion. This is what they've got to do. Uh, Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Thank you very much, Haley. Thank you, Sam. I shall be back tonight at ten, hopefully, with Catherine. Until then, from me, ta-ta.